G'day and welcome to On The Esky, an Aussie sports podcast where we like to wrap up the week. That was in the wide world of sports. We're talking Aussie sports, we're talking international and have a few Luke beverages. Rugby league to kick off the show, boys. The Broncos are 5-0. Uh, can they win the comp? We'll discuss that. AFL round three has wrapped up. Who would have thought St Kilda lead uh, the AFL, but uh, the D's and Pies looking pretty good too. NBA. Ten days until the play-in starts, two weeks until playoffs. Let's go, plus a massive final round with uh, the UFC 287 happening over Easter. F1 uh, today down under in the Melbourne Grand Prix uh, and a little bit of soccer and golf in there. Please remember we do have timestamps on YouTube. You can skip to the sports that you like. Uh, Consider subscribing on YouTube and check us out on the socials, Instagram, Facebook and the like. We'd like to start off this show by shouting a beer. Uh, Shauno, I'll throw it over to you. Who are you shouting a beer this week? Uh, my shout a beer this week is going to Rohan uh, Browning, uh, who... I think it's Rowan. Rowan, sorry. I, I've uh, over-enunciated it. Right, is it Rohan? exactly. Anyways, you were saying? Rowan Browning. There you go. He's... Won the national title, so they did the national races for Australia um, yesterday, I believe, and he ran a 10.02 in the 100 metres. I think – what did he race in recently? The Commonwealth Games, I think, is where he kind of uh, came onto the scene for Australian fans and now with Paris next year, I believe, yeah. for the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Kind of getting into that, that mode and into that form. His best ever is a 10.01. Uh, so 10.02 is pretty good, which would have been a good final time in the Commonwealth Games and then leading into the Olympics mm. uh, coming up. So he he uh, literally dominated the competition, had a, about four or five stride length on everyone else. Like he, he, he killed the other Australian competition, uh, which is great to see, as I mentioned, leading into the Olympics in a year's time that he's hitting the right straps for his form. If he does go sub 10, which the way he's going, you'd imagine he will. Mm-hmm. He's only a bee's dick off as it is. Mm-hmm. There's only a handful of Aussies that have ever done that. Yeah. I think yeah. Pat Johnson, maybe Shervo. Yeah. It's, it's maybe three or four that have done it. Yeah, Very, very hard thing to do, which uh, will be a, a great feat. Mm. Um, and yeah, it'd be good to see him in an Olympic final as an as Australian. Mm. Uh, in with a chance, as he will. Yeah, to make the final. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will shout a beer to Meg Lanning, the Orange Cap winner of the WPL, which wrapped up last week. We will talk mm-hmm. the the men's version now when we talk some cricket. 345 runs at an average, just under 50, striking just under 140. Uh, unbelievable tournament from the uh, Aussie skipper. Uh, her, her Delhi Capitals, our Delhi Capitals, uh, went down to the Mumbai Indians. So unfortunately didn't get the team success that she would have been after. But uh, in terms of uh, individual accolades, uh, really, really stood up in this tournament uh, and what a tournament it was for the girls to display their skills and uh, and for, for girls that are into cricket everywhere uh, around the world, not just in India, um, you know, a, a massive, massive thing uh, with the WPL, the big contracts, um, you know, the, the same teams uh, that are in the IPL uh, running out with some, some uh, girls – um, and it's it's massive for women's cricket in general moving forward. So uh, well done to you, Meg Lanning. Uh, unfortunate that the, that you and your caps didn't get the the bickies yeah. in the big one. But enjoy yeah. a beer courtesy of the Esky. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, yeah, uh, yeah. So this week um, I am shouting Keegan Murray a beer. Uh, <laughs> probably with the NBA this season with Paolo Banchero being like the all 
all out rookie of the year. Dollar and one cent. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's it. Dollar one cent uh, to, to win that award at the end of the year. All the other rookies in the in the competition have probably sort of gone under the radar. Um, but this week, Keegan Murray broke or set the, the rookie record for most threes in a season. Mm. He's currently sitting at 192 mm. three-point attempts made, shooting at around about 40 40 odd percent on yeah, that, bad, yeah. uh, which is pretty good. Uh, that breaks uh, Donovan Mitchell's record um, from mm-hmm. back in 2017-18 season of 187. So, with a few, few, a handful of games left in the season, probably mm-hmm. going to be able to um, pull ahead a little bit further uh, with that record. Hey, so push it over 200. Mm. Yeah, that's it. So I just shout shout him a beer this week. Um, probably not going to be able to get any other awards this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> So at least he gets something out of the season. And he gets a beer from the Esky. That, that's, that's the it. most coveted award that there is exactly. for, for a rookie in the NBA. He, we, play, he plays well, in the Kings, actually, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. So he's probably going to win gonna the comp, bro. Yeah. Time <laughs> <laughs> They've won 50 games, mate. True. We're, we're True. I, did, I did just think about that. He could probably go all the way <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. win it. Uh, but still a beer on the Esky is better than an NBA, yeah. NBA championship. He, he's, he's <laughs> one of the core reasons they've been so much better this year. There's like yeah. some, some great mm. talent they've finally put together on that team. And we spoke about Dementis uh, Sabonis last week and how good he's been uh, breaking uh, all kinds of uh, records in terms of, um, well, fake ESPN records. That, <laughs> uh, might, might be better than Wilt at something. Uh, but uh, Keegan uh, Murray's been been massive uh, in their success. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they can do. We'll talk uh, about them, all things NBA playoffs uh, in the NBA section. Mop of the week, boys. It's uh, surprising we haven't given this organisation a mop just yet, but uh, it's capitulation. Um, they're $2.20, I believe, to be the wooden spoon in the NRL this year. To the bank. And that is the West Tigers. Yes, it's probably about time and well-deserved of a mop um, during the last shit since they won the comp probably. They've just been down and on a downhill stri- ride and uh, haven't been able to uh, – you know, get any better and it just seems to go uh, from season to season and get worse and worse. And, uh, you know, the 50 points put on by Brisbane uh, on Friday night, mm-hmm. uh, they are the only un- team that hasn't won yeah, a game. Yeah, only 0-5. Yeah, yeah, only 0-5 team. They, you know, the whole stuff with uh, the CEO and his presence in and around the sheds, etc. You know, the media's probably blowing that out of abortions but – just isn't a great look. And then we had Tim Sheen's comment in the presser about hopefully we beat the bye. Mm. Um, it just, yeah, a bit of a shit show over there and it's always kind of been that way, the West Tigers. But, you know, for the last eight, ten years have just been dreadful and it continues and maybe it's finally come to its lowest point. But mm. you, you would think that some of the talent they bought in the offseason they would have been better than where they currently are. And, we thought so. But. And that's the thing, yeah, none of us had them getting the spoon this year. We yeah. all thought they'd be a little bit better than than last year, bringing in Papali'i and Bateman and the likes. Happy, Ap, Ap, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's three massive names there and, you know, those blokes are talented. They're, they're trying their best but there's, there's something wrong with that organisation from the top down. Uh, as a Dragons fan and we've got the Raiders jersey up there, you know, we're, we're based in Canberra. Um, th- there's a few organisations there that are going, whoo. Thank mm-hmm. God for <laughs> the West Tigers. <laughs> Parramatta Eels uh, maybe say yeah, hi yeah. as well. No spoon uh, for us. But, uh, yeah, it's round five and and it's just – They don't look you, like winning again. You, no, no. no. That, you know what? Two weeks ago against Melbourne they didn't look horrendous. Mm-hmm. 
down there. Melbourne had a few outs, but uh, it's looking like a long, long year for Tigers fans. You, I kind of, you almost feel sorry for Tigers fans. Like you love, yeah. like for for me being a Dragons fan living in Canberra, I love giving getting into it with my you know mm-hmm. Raiders friends or you know. Dogs are on at the moment. Any anyone that's kind of not the West, it's like I don't know. Well, it's, it's like pick, it's like punching down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and considering <laughs> what I said before, you know the whole Cinderella story with Benji as a young fella and Robbie Farrow and you know mm. going all that way, winning the title. Mm. Uh, you know the, the big flick pass to go past the the Cowboys to win it, and you're just like, <clears throat> from there, there's been nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, they haven't made the yeah. finals for nine years, I think it is. Yeah. And then, yes, yeah, like you say, since that that title in 05, which you know was was pretty early on in the in the, their days mm-hmm. as, a, as a merger club. Yep, um, it's it's just been a downhill ride. Mm. Interesting as well that, that both the merger clubs, like St George, luckily have won a couple games, but mm. uh, in terms of them as an organisation, it's it seems. They, they seem on par with where the West Tigers are at, and maybe maybe that is just a function of of bringing two two uh, old clubs together, and then you're going to have the the problems uh, with people maybe not seeing eye to eye uh, yeah. from that. Yeah. I did see this this week, perhaps, and I wanted to ask you this question. Uh, I saw someone that, talking about uh, in Sydney there should be a North team, a West team, an East team, and a South team, mm. uh, and then all the others should fuck off to regional. Um, so like, like so to say the Dragons, you know, they should be fully based in Wollongong, be a Wollongong team. Um, Who wrote this up? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Buzz. <laughs> Some I, think Buzz I think Buzz is smart enough to, to – this sounds like a young person thing. Yeah, I think the whole point was is like after the, the battle in Brisbane, how do you kind of get fans and you kind of build something in Sydney, you, you break it down into your – your geographical there's not a, There's not enough regional towns that have the infrastructure to support no, no. that. Like that's just – Yeah, we're, we're, the, we're the other four teams. Like I, yes, I can understand you're thinking of Dragons go to Wollongong, but the other three, it was like, well, where do you put them? You, um, you don't really want to roll them into other clubs. You want to expand. That's where the league's trying to do, you know, whether it's to get to a 20-team league and have most of the most of the capitals of the states covered. That's so – I'm thinking about that more and more now. Like it's just sinking in how <laughs> fucking stupid that is. Do you know how many teams are Western Sydney? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Penrith, Para, Para West. Yes. Canterbury's pretty close. close. Yeah. Like who, who, gets, who gets to be West, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The, just as it stands, yeah. there's only one team based in North Sydney, which is Manly. Manly. Yeah. Northern Sydney, which is Manly. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, was that I, a professional I, journalist? Yeah, I think it, I think the whole point was just like, well, West Tigers are shit, mate. We just roll them in with others and Paramount. Oh, they've been doing <laughs> just all join Penrith because they're good. Just make one super team. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the silver lining for for uh, the Tigers is looking at Canterbury this season. Like the signings that West have done for this season, the signings that Canterbury had done over the last probably one two seasons, and how they're starting to sort of pick up form now. Yeah. Hopefully that can continue. I mean, we'll talk about um, how Canterbury going against the um, Cowboys in, in a second, but um, you are seeing a improvement. Uh, so hopefully that investment will pay off in a year or two um, for the CEO, if he's mm. whether or not he's still around by then um, mm. is another story. Yeah, but I, I would, I, my counter argument would be the doggies have been uh, at least up and down in that period. 
Um, you know, over the last ten years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, they, they have they haven't been you know pinned to the bottom of the ladder the whole time. I sure. think I think they're kind of recovering from Hasler um, cooking their books a little bit and the salary cap to try and keep them competitive. <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> yeah, allegedly, allegedly. Well, actually, no. There was one year where it wasn't allegedly. <laughs> no, no, yeah, they they backloaded all their contracts and basically couldn't afford anyone. So they, they are you know in a rebuilding phase and they seem to be doing yep. a good job. Picking up the right sort of talent, you know, pinching mm. talent from Penrith has definitely helped. Mm. Very true. That'll run us into the week that was in rugby league. Really good game Thursday night. Uh, the Chooks getting the job done against Parramatta, twenty-eight to twenty, uh, at a reasonable uh, crowd there at Allianz Stadium. The big talking point in this one was James Tedesco going out early, uh, copped a high shot from Bailey Simonson. I think. Bailey might be looking at two weeks for yeah. memory. Yeah, I think it's two. Um, it, it was a Category 1, so he's going to miss next week. Uh, Robbo uh, made some comments post-game about how he knew as soon as he saw that, oh, well, there goes my best player for for two whole games essentially. I think I saw something he was reporting and that was his eighth concussion as well. For yeah. So he's, he's got that history. Yes. Uh, and that's why I kind of wanted to ask you as well. Have you noticed he, he does go – into contact quite low a lot of the time. But I I would say this one probably not so. I think Bailey took his head off. Um, 100%. Uh, but I think you you do make a valid point, but also Tedesco hits the ball at pace and usually the guys are taking him around the leg. So it's it's mm. the second dude that's coming across to finish the tackle over. Yeah. With arms probably down a bit lower, but mm. you know, Teddy's on his, he's on his way down um, and, yeah, he cops a shot. Um, you, see, you seem to see that a lot with Teddy and that's just – Way he plays footy, which is mm. quick on the ball, fast in that support play, yeah. um, and you know that's where he's most damaging as well. Mm. So yeah, I guess there's a little bit of risk in the guys tackling them, um, and it may, it's, in that case, it's on the defender to um, you know taking he's taking on the role of player safety as mm. well. But mm. it's also hard when you're also trying to beat the snot out of each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it feels a little bit uh, victim blamey to me, yeah. to, me to, to even bring it up. But we've, <laughs> we've spoken about it before on the podcast. He does mm. cop a lot of head knocks. He is low in, into the contact. But I think you're right. This one was 100% on, yeah. on yeah. Bailey Simonson and, and not on Teddy. Um, so for, for the Chooks, uh, which Joseph plays one? That's a great question, isn't it? Mm. Fancy being the... The Roosters and having three guys which could play, be fullback at any other club, essentially. Yeah, well, um, Manu could uh, play uh, six if you wanted as well. So you know, and has conflict. has stepped in there when when called upon. Uh, yeah. Suali, he he's he did play. So Suali did play one in the remainder of this game. And, and he's, he's his ball well. running is unbelievable. He yeah. doesn't quite have the ball playing yet. I don't or, think or, of, of or, an elite fullback. Or maybe the defensive work, like the structure work that Teddy puts in in the back. Correct. Uh, but yeah, mm. he's a young fella still learning his his craft. Mm. So you mm. don't kind of expect that. It's kind of where um, uh, I'd categorize Reese Walsh's at the moment, like mm. electric in the offensive stuff, still mm. learning how to be um, a defensive maestro. So. And that's anyone when they come into. You know, any yeah. any sort of spine player, I suppose hooker's a bit different, but anyone that's one, six, seven, yeah. they they come in and, and offensively, attackingly, they're they're unbelievable. Yeah. Well that's they're, usually they're, how you make you break into the first grade. Yeah, exactly. You, is you you've putting on points and you're you're looking red hot. A young Benji comes to mind, yeah. uh Sam Walker in the modern game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course blokes are gonna be very good with the ball in their hands when they come in. It's it's getting a bit bigger and, and getting that grit. 
um, you know, to become a, a defensive, um, you know, force uh, as we watch Canterbury. Yeah. <laughs> Winning getting, point. getting a golden point win. Good for Matt Burton there yeah. as well. Uh, probably that was a tough hasn't quite found the form that he was in last year, mm-hmm. I think, uh, is probably fair. Uh, has, a, has a walk-off uh, winner there for the Dogs. Um, I think the chip over the top for Fox was very, very nice to get him down here in the first week. That wasn't great uh, service there from Marnie as well. So he, he did very, very well. Yeah. That's, that's another good finish in, in rugby league, really golden point. To, mm-hmm. It's yeah. been a pretty tight week and I guess we'll Unreal, keep, yeah. keep rolling. Yeah. Well, yeah. besides well, uh, Pen, Penrith and, and uh, Brisbane putting 50-odd on, mm. <laughs> the rest of the week <laughs> has been pretty good. Let's talk, <laughs> let's talk about Penrith. Uh, Fifty-three to twelve winners yeah. against the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders, we've got the jersey up there. We mm-hmm. need to talk about them. Uh, they slipped to sixteenth, forty-one point thrashing there at the hands of the Panthers. Was it? Was I think it was thirteen eight at half time. Yeah, it was, it, I think yeah, it was yeah. all second half. Yeah, it was jokes going around because the Raiders social said forty down, forty to go, and they weren't wrong because there was another forty <laughs> points put on in the second half, which uh, I think was the. The big thing, you the know, joke you were making last week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forty-one point thrashing. Um, it's a bit hard, of course, for them missing Jack Whiten um, mm. through his suspension. Mm. They did have Rapana back, you know, still missing, you know, their point scoring options. Um, but you would have thought their pack should have competed better and uh, defended better, um, especially after the save where they were in the first half. But wilted, and Penrith put him to the sword, and as rightly should. That- it's interesting you, you mentioned the pack because that's where all the money is with the Raiders is, yeah. is in that f- forward pack. They one through five, especially with Savage out, they they might be the worst on paper. Yeah, well, well, well I, we we thought the Dolphins were yeah. had the had the worst backs at the start of the year, and they yeah. well, Chris been forced to play one hasn't worked out. He's a center, like yeah, he's a center. Tim Tim McCaw is probably their best in, mm. out of it. Rapana is you know he's he's back playing on the wing, but he's mm. um, Rapana. He's uh, He's you know still an old fellow at this point. Mm-hmm. Kotrick's been hurt. I don't think he played in this. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they've they're playing other kind of young fellas as replacements at the moment. So yeah, it's it's just it's just tough. Uh, it's kind of where they were last year, though. I will say that the start of the year without Fogarty, they kind of struggled for the mm. first ten games and mm. righted the ship a little bit. So that's right. Uh, it is a long, long so, year. Yeah. So. You know, they can still turn it around. Yes. Uh, yeah. But the, the way that they've started, definitely lacklustre. A lot of people thought they might have been better than, than what they yeah. were last year, you Ma- know. And maybe some of the distraction during the week of, you know, Jack Whiten announcing that he's going to test the market next. Well, he, he's got an option in his favour for next season. So if he wants to yep. stay at the Raiders, he can trigger that. I think it's a million dollars is what he'll get. Uh, but he wants to, to test the market, of course, and – uh, see what he could get elsewhere, and mm. there's rumours of ten other clubs interested in him, um, probably because he can play, you know, one anywhere centres, yeah, well, anywhere but front row, probably. Yep. Um, yep. You could definitely get good service out of him. Mm. Uh, though I think he wants to be a six. I think that's his preferred position. Yeah. Um, so there, there's not a huge amount of excellent sixes out there. So there's definitely going to be plenty of clubs interested in him, and some clubs that will have lots of money. So I think that's. Probably the conversation now being 30, probably his last long-term deal, thinking like three or four years. Um, yeah. If he can average over a mil and maybe, you know, a mil two, mil four, trying to get that Mitch Moses money conversation, then. I think a mil four is uh, 
hyperbolic, but a mil two, like the the Dolphins come to mind. Yeah, I think the, the Dolphins have been the hot one considering they have heaps of salary cap room because mm-hmm. they couldn't couldn't get anyone of that caliber. Um, so they potentially could throw a mil four at him if they want to, which mm. which is, you know, the offer you can't refuse kind of conversation. Mm. is like, hey, um, you can't play for the Dolphins instead of staying with the Raiders where you've been for, you know, over a, a decade at this point. Mm. Uh, there's some chat, you know, he wants he likes the Queensland lifestyle. He wants to move up there. So <laughs> but who knows? That could all be rumours. Um, you know, Ricky was pretty, pretty good in that. I think the – uh, what was it, pre-game kind of conversation, they asked him some questions about it and he said, yeah, Jack knows mm. how much we love him. We've stood mm. by him at the club. Mm. Like he's had his, his own issues off the field and they've stuck by him throughout all that and helped him um, th- through all those situations. So it's really out to what Jack wants to do. And, uh, you know, yeah. uh, considering his career's on the back end and the Raiders aren't looking any closer to winning a comp. No, and, yeah. And that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, like obviously Jack Whiten's not quite Cam Munster, but Munster's the comparison where there was all this rumour yeah. about, well, is he going get, to get the bag at the Dolphins or, or yes. someone? Uh, but it's kind of apples and oranges, isn't it? Because you – and we'll talk about Storm in a sec. Like when they're healthy, they're, they're still a very, very good Well, when, when Munster plays, they, they, be, they be beat South. Like Whereas – <clears throat> Jack, it's like, you know, the old sore back from Kane, the Raiders. And yeah. and you watch him in Origin and he just – when he has that talent outside of him. Yeah, and a bit it, more freedom. And so. He's – like he's so, so good. Like he, he, he can't do it all for the Raiders, can he? He's probably got the, the best natural running game in, in the NRL. Oh, he's the best running six <clears throat> bar none. Yeah, uh, I I don't think he can doubt that. It's just mm. uh, he's, he's kicking games, you know – Average, and then he just needs to find a bit more with his passing. But mm. like we talked about, he's got nothing outside him at the moment, so mm. it's a bit hard to go to those options currently. So yeah, it's a tough spot. The other thing, though, all the teams will probably pay him big money. Aren't teams are going to win win a comp anytime soon? You'd think that's true. Yeah. <coughs> but that's and always so, the money versus you know yeah. w- w- winning comps chat, isn't it? That's, What's that's his motivation why, at his age? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why Penrith are starting to bleed a few players. You know, success sort of breeds that. Mm. That interest from other clubs, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's probably why the Dolphins enter that kind of conversation because they're, I guess, a little bit of an unknown. They've played well to start the year. Yeah. Maybe they're, you know, a fringe eight side. Um, maybe he can push them into being mm. more competitive eight side. And that's <laughs> can't believe we're a month in, we're talking about the Dolphins being a fringe eight side because I, w- <laughs> I would have fucking laughed at you yeah. six weeks ago. <laughs> but it's two words, bro. Wayne Bennett. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> He's a goat for a reason. So, anyway, that's the Jack White and chat. I think that'll go on for many a moons mm. until a decision's made. Um, let's hope it doesn't affect the Raiders as much as it seemed to this mm. week mm. Um, for the rest of the season. Shout out to Penrith as well. Clinical, yeah. very, very, very good. Oh, yeah. um, they, they needed, a, I guess, a, a trial game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, you know, to right the ship a, a little bit. That's right. And they, get back into it. They lost two of their of their opening three games. Uh, mm-hmm. They they look like the, you know, dual premiership winning, you know, incumbents that they are. Uh, yeah. Cleary was was very very good. Zach Hosking, we've got to talk about him. He's mm-hmm. been very good in in the first uh, two weeks. Uh, he's going to push. Probably Luke Garner out of a position um, mm-hmm. there. Uh, look, long year, long year. You lose one or two at the start of the year. Penrith is still – they're still premiership favourites and, and yeah. should be for yep. a reason. Yeah, love 
we, you can def, you can't write any team off. Like even the West Tigers could lose the first ten games, and you can still potentially make the eight. You just have to win a win new helps. <laughs> but maybe yeah. not the West Tigers. <laughs> Mathematically, yeah. there's, there's still a chance. chance. There's still there's a chance. chance. Yeah. Also, it's, not, it's not great, but it's still a chance. We live in the real world, <laughs> not the land of make believe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Penrith very good. Uh, sort of turning their season mm-hmm. around, even though it's so early as it is. Mm. Uh, Storm, we just mentioned uh, that they had a win against South. Very, very, very different team when Cam Munster plays. Mm-hmm. Harry Grant, unbelievable uh, as as per usual. Yeah. Uh, what was your uh, thoughts on this one? Uh, I think you, you were saying it last week. You weren't sure about them and they don't look like Storm of old. Um Watching some of that against South is like, yeah, I think there's still a fair bit of storms involved there. Once they've got the talent and they're healthy, and I heard reports that um, um, Happy, Happy, yeah, I was trying to think of his full name and I couldn't remember the, the back half of that. <laughs> Shocked me, Pappenhausen. There, <laughs> there we you go. go. Hey. He's, he's been away too long. Well, that's the, that's the issue. Um, uh, he's back, been back running uh, as of this week, so that's great signs for him uh, and mm. you know, another elite talent to throw into that, that squad mm. um, for the back end of the season. I think Storm will they'll be fine. They're, they'll be there yep. competing for um, you know in finals games for another potential championship. And that's why we talk so much about spines when we do the season previews. When any mm. team with with Pappy Munster, Hughes, Grant as your healthy. Spine, yeah, you, you know, you can lose well, up Harry, half, Harry's, half your forward pack. He's the best hooker in the game, yeah, and, and he's the only one of their spine that's started essentially. It hasn't missed season. any, any yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, and they only had him and Munster of the two. Um, so yeah, once they get Hughes back and then they get Pappy back, they'll be they'll be dominant. Mm. Shout out to Nick Maney as well, pretty mm. handy guy to step in and and. Classic Storm, just Play go, go taking from the, yeah. the, the doggies and turn him into a star. Man, making better, yeah. <laughs> uh, Saturday, Super Saturday, there was three games, Manly and Newcastle. We talked about a few tight games, but it doesn't get any tighter than a draw, the first draw for the year. First uh, draw since 2020, I think it was. Oh, really? Or 2019, yeah. It's yeah, been, right, been, been a, bit a, a couple while. of years. Yeah. Dom Young scored four. Uh, the Roosters be licking their lips watching, yeah. watching how good. Well, he'd been dropped. So he, yeah, the week before he yeah, got dropped. Yeah, get back in the squad and uh, that's the old kick up the ass. Yeah, hey? that's it. Yeah, you're not in the Roosters yet. Come on, you got to make sure you're playing mm. well and putting four on uh, a Manly was a good showing. And um, yeah, I, th- I thought Manly would have done better against Newcastle. Um, with I the, thought so the, too. The triple turbos, but mm. Newcastle. Uh, didn't look that bad, I guess. Shout out to Newcastle. They've, you know, we'll get to the Warriors in a sec, but they've sort of exceeded expectations. It's it's been a good sort of first month of footy in that it hasn't been super predictable. Yeah, Hastings, I think, mm. is probably uh, very happy not being on the Tigers anymore. Ugh, like, the, the Luke Brooks situation, like it just, they just need to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel for the bloke. It's, you know, it's not completely up to him, but. You know, you're on the money that you're on. And yeah, kind of, kind of feels to me where Milford was with Brisbane after mm. you know being on the million dollar man for so long and then not being able to win a comp, mm. um, and maybe not realizing the level of talent he had as a young fella. Mm. Uh, that's kind of where Luke Brooks is stuck at, and yeah, maybe needs some greener pastures elsewhere. Uh, maybe fits into more of a role player and a veteran mm. at this stage of his career, kind of like what Milford's doing. Mm. Shit, speaking of which, the Dolphins need a halfback. Maybe they can, <laughs> they can then be like, hey, do you want to come play for us? And Wayne will <laughs> fix him and turn him into a champion. 
How funny that we're talking about Manly and Newcastle and all it seems like the last month we want to talk about is the Dolphins and the Tigers. <laughs> we're just going to fix the team Because one's surprisingly and good and the other one's surprisingly good. <laughs> yeah, really well, that's pretty much it, isn't it? Uh, what else happened in this? It was both of uh, Matty Johns' young blokes going up against yeah. each other for the for first, first time. time yep. mm. Mm. Yeah, played out of a scintillating draw as we mentioned. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dragons, <laughs> let's talk about them. Thirty-eight to twelve winners against the Dolphins. Look, saved hook. Yeah, well, <laughs> for one more week. <laughs> yeah. One more week. One more, one more week. Yeah. Um, I, I was gonna say Ben Hunt show. Yeah. Like, uh, when he turns it on and he he gets a bit of freedom and the Dolphins really after they lost Milford uh, didn't have as well their, their structures as well relying on the young fella to play um, six and kind of guide them around. They just I don't think uh, maintained. Uh, the pressure, they were pretty competitive in the first half of this mm. game and then mm. it just the Dragons just had more quality ball, more opportunities, more space and uh, Ben Hunt did what he needed to do and um, showed why he's one of the dominant sevens uh, in the game. Dolphins are uh, in their defence pretty busted up uh, th- through yep. suspension and injury. Which uh, which I think is always was going to be the challenge for them is their depth. Depth, depth. yeah. 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 Been a, been a new side. Um yeah, so they've probably got a decent 17, but to play 26 rounds a year with the same 17 guys is very hard. Um, big ins for, for the Dragons with Jack DeBellin coming back and uh, Junior Hamone after being sort of stood down by the NRL for mm-hmm. uh, his involvement with Hammer. And I'm not, Hammer, talk- ha- yeah, the, not the talking about uh, the, not talking about the fullback for the Dolphins. Uh <laughs> He comes in for, for Jaden Sullivan. Didn't look too bad. I'll tell you who looked also really good out of the Dragons' young blokes is Tyrell Sloan. And a lot was spoken about what, what, what did you why think Hook wasn't just picking him last yeah. year and, and going with him and yeah. it shot his confidence a little bit. He, he looked pretty good. Yeah. What did you think about the young fellas saying that they were, didn't want to come play for the Dragons? Moses during the Sully. week? Yeah. He, and and the, the, you know, the trade being official and he, the young fellas not wanting he, to. He – the other two manly guys, yeah. So because because Aaron Woods got traded for. Tra- can you get the names uh, of those two young yeah. blokes? Please? Yeah, because one of them I think had been talking to Moses and said he wasn't real keen to come and play the Dragons, mm. and that was kind of what he was leading to. It was like I wasn't real keen mm. to come, etc. I think it was a bit of a misunderstanding. It was more about um, you know not keen to leave their comfort zone mm. and leaving their support systems where they were, and you know having to go to say Wollongong essentially to mm. play outside of Sydney a, a fair bit, um, which was you know. Bit of an issue, but I think it was kind of lost in the the translation of the. I think so too. There. So, but you know, media blew it out of proportions. Like no one wants to play for the dragons. All they want to leave. In verbatim, what he said didn't look good. No, but no. then Sully came out and said, "No, no, no!" Like it's I kind of mince my words a little bit. I'm yeah. happy where I am, and which is good because the only good. <laughs> yeah he was really good last year, and I think we spoke about it. Um, you know, when we were looking at the teams at the start of the year, pr- probably one of the only. Dragon strengths is this is their center pairing yeah. with with uh, Lomax and Sawley. Mm. What did um, you, you got those names? Viliami Fafida and yeah. Alec Tua Tua Vaki. I definitely va- Vaki that one up. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, good that's a good deal for us. Yeah. Like surely, like yeah. Aaron Woods. A lot of Dragons fans like to shit on him. Poor fella, he's definitely. Um, you know, in the twilight of his career and mm-hmm. I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me as a like yeah, we why, talked about it last why week, Manly like, would be doing it. We're just not sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. anyways. I, I don't know much about these kids either. So. Yeah. 
time will tell. Um, but anyways, Dragons going along just fine uh, considering mm. where everyone thought they'd be. <laughs> <laughs> Two very winnable games coming up as well uh, with the Titans and then the Raiders. I think the Dragons have a very generous start to their, their <laughs> season uh, with whoever yeah. did the draw and uh, need to chalk up as many of wins as, as we can early on. And, uh, again, yeah, thank fuck for Wes. On the other side of the coin, the Dolphins have Cowboys and Rabbits the next couple of weeks. Um, They're going to be tested, I think. I think yeah. after flying high, yeah. Look, and you lose Sean O'Sullivan for half the season. Um, yeah, Milford hamstring looks like he's going to miss a decent amount of time as well. Yeah, you know, well, they're really big got, for Katoa, isn't it? Yeah. Well, young, young kid, he's going to have to step up. Yeah, and then you, the question is who's going to play next to him? Mm. Um, because they don't really. Yeah, have fucked them. if I know. Yeah, they don't literally be like a Redcliffe Dolphin player. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I will say, was it Sesc? Is that he said the prop. Yeah, he's he's, that. he's huge. <laughs> he's a massive lad. <laughs> I think that was his first game on the weekend for, for yep. the Finns as well. He's big fella. Big fella. Uh, Brisbane West, we sort of already spoke a bit about West, and we don't need to shit on him anymore. But uh, the Bronx. Talk about Bronx, yeah. Five and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Can they win the comp? Great question. Very hot uh, at the moment. They've got the Ford pack. Probably one of the better Ford packs in, in the league at the moment. Mm. And then they've got a lot of talent in the back line. So, and yeah. uh, I think Walsh has been uh, the key to unlocking a lot of that talent. Yep. He's mm-hmm. every time he touches the ball, it just um, looks electric. Like you, 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 you could see it against the Tigers. They had no idea what to do, and he just run right through them like, like anything. He's um, the buy of the year. Yeah. I know it's only a month in, but. Of the yeah. first month, he's been the most impressive, uh, you know, bloke that that's switched yeah, clubs this year. Payne Hass has found Definitely. not that not that Payne was bad last year. He's just I think he's found his 2020, 2021 form yeah. again, yeah. and uh, he's getting support around him as well. Like the, he's such a freak. Ricky's dude. been playing really well. Carrigan's back healthy, playing really well. Carrigan, like, yeah, we've got to talk about him. Mm-hmm. Like he's just natural born leader. Like. Between between Hass and Carrigan, you could pretty much put anyone else in a forward pack around around yeah. them, and, and it's going to be a good good forward pack. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else do we need to talk so about? Then? Do we think they win the comp? Uh, it's a, it's uh, a long well, way to go. Well, the but question they, was, can they win the comp? Uh, I think and the I'll say yes. 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 I think yes. we'll yeah. all agree. Yes, they're going yeah. deep in a finals footy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, will they win the comp? It's it's too way too early to even yeah. speculate. I think the big caveat at the moment is is both the halves are healthy, and Adam mm. Reynolds is a big reason yep. they do well. Uh, if Adam has to miss time, like he had in previous, uh, well, like last mm. year and then previous years for Souths, mm. it's usually where their clubs struggle a little bit. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we'll have to have to watch that. It's yeah. a great point. One injured player at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So we've just uh, Oates out. Oates, yeah. um, they're probably one of the healthiest teams um, playing at the moment and also a very, very clean team. Uh, they've got no one on judiciary at the moment either. So um, just keeping that playing group together and not having those disruptions is, yeah, obviously yeah. paying Stags, off dividends at the moment. Burnworth. Yeah, they've – There's so many guys that have potential – Base, you know, we, we talk about how good Selwyn Cobbo can be on his day. Katoni Stags, how good he can be on his day. Reese Walsh, how good he can be on his day. And they're all having those days pretty regularly. Yeah, <laughs> these first five ones. And I'd say every week they're just showing up. And I think the the glue keeping that all together is probably Adam Reynolds mm. keeping you know as is as the I think he'd be the oldest player in the club at the moment, wouldn't he? 
Uh, at the Broncos, yeah, I reckon yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, so you know, he's the, he's the he's the veteran leadership mm. um, that'll be running around at the moment. So, yeah, he's. I still think he's a difference, and if he has to miss time for whatever reason, um, then that's that's when the real test for Brisbane will start. Mm. Mm. Into today's games, I uh, had this one in the background uh, whilst I was uh, getting a little bit of prep going for the podcast. Uh, the, the Warriors. Came down from a long, long, long way down to beat the Sharks. Mm, 20 points. At yeah. points bet in the rain. Uh, the Warriors just quietly are four and one. Mm-hmm. Mm. The, it's, I'd be interested to see their health as well. I think um, their captain, Harris. Tohu. Yeah, Tohu. Um, missed this one, but that's I, I think they're pretty healthy. I think Sean Johnson's kind of been in his best Revelation. Um, yeah, yeah. He, I think he's now comfortable in that spot mm-hmm. there with the Warriors. Chance has been good for them. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I think they're in a good spot. Did Martin play? Is Martin playing six for them? Uh, yeah, I think he did. As I said, I just had this in the background. No, it was uh, it was Volkman. I I did know this because I play NRL <laughs> Fantasy, which you two blokes don't, and mm-hmm. I had to trade uh, tomorrow Martin because he wasn't playing. So yeah, they had okay. Ronald he's... Volkman was playing six for him today. Uh, Martin's injured. Yeah. Uh, okay. Head knock. Head knock. Yeah. Well, that's right. Oh, I, that's I remember right. reading about this because he had the obviously bleed. had that brain bleed a few years ago. Scary. So, Scary yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. Any sort of concussion with him, you want to be super extra yeah. cautious, I suppose. Uh, but, yeah, the Warriors are four and one. The only game they've lost was to the Chooks and it was only by eight points. So, again, the yeah. season's off to a, a surprising yeah. start. I don't think very any of us. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's early. You know, it'd be a very Warriors thing to win, f- you know, four out of five games and then win two in the rest of the season. Yeah. But uh, mm. obviously the impact of being back home as well for mm. a lot of the players. They just feel, they seem good. I think they're in a good spot. Credit to Andrew Webster yes. as well. Uh, Distant relative. Yeah. Ever, the, all, <laughs> all, the, uh, all the chat about the old Panthers assistance was about Cameron Zeraldo going to, to the dogs. But, mm. uh, you know, Webby just flew under the radar and is, is mm. quietly uh, going about his business. Um, and, the, and the Warriors looking pretty good. Nico Hines, uh, the Sharks are a lot better team with him. Unfortunately, he had a chance to tie things up uh, with the after the siren penalty goal. He just pushed it right. Uh, so the man is human after all. I still play. <laughs> and the dogs. Yeah. Speaking of Cameron Soraldo, uh, it just happened as we started the podcast, but they get a golden point win against the Cowboys, 15-14. to 14. Uh, Again, haven't seen a whole bunch of this. Sean, did you catch much? Well, I saw Fox scored, uh, yeah. which I think leveled them a lot, up. A lot, another long-distance try, yeah. which he did yep. last week as well. Yeah, and then uh, I think it was a chip over, the, chip over the top to the Fox as well to make the break. They get him down the, the left. Yep. Yeah, he kicked um, it to himself, I think. Oh, okay, yep. there you go. Chip over the top to yourself. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, down uh, the left. Origin alert. Origin. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Hello. Do us a favour, Freddie, and don't pick him again. That'll yep. be excellent. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he's been looking red hot and they got him in position to then um, Burton to have a, a long field goal attempt from the left mm. touchline and he slotted it. Good um, good kick. Didn't yeah. get the best service from Marnie. Uh, yeah. yeah, like you said, Maybe twenty meters in from that left sideline, it's it's yeah. not where you really expected to that, hit him from. That New South Wales back line is going to be very hard to to break into and very tidy. So mm. I think Kiri's probably the only certainty at seven. Uh, everyone else uh, could be uh, on up for conversation. Well, we just talked about Matt Burton. We just talked about Nico Hines. Mm-hmm. 
does uh, Daddy Luai have anything to worry about? I know it's a long way from Origin, yeah. but everyone likes talking Origin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. As, as the, the, the Queensland fan on the table, I'm, I'm more than happy if you pick Luai again. <laughs> I'd rather that over Nigga Hines and Cleary. But then as well, you know, you've got you've got <laughs> you've got Luai that plays with Cleary that has you, you know Yo's going to be the 13. Just pick the best players, bro. That's yeah. the whole point. Yeah. Interesting. The point best players or best team. Best players to make the best team, Jimmy. If Nico Hines doesn't play Origin this year, I will eat my hat. Yeah, whether yeah, he's that's too good. whether that's as six, whether that's in some sort of utility role. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the one that's probably underperforming at the moment is Latrell. He's been a little bit quiet in some mm. of those Souths games. He's been a bit hot and cold. Yeah, he still plays Origin. For, yeah, for I'm, mine. I'm just saying, of all of those guys, kind of in that spot, he's the one that's maybe not done enough recently, mm. but. Yeah. You know, as it starts to warm up to origin period, I think he'll warm up as well and be uh, uh, doing bulk work. So I'm not too worried. How the fuck did we lose last year? (laughs) 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 Two out of three years. (laughs) Two out of three years. We should be talking about the the New South Uh, Wales dynasty at the moment. It's because you keep doing (laughs) dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah, Well, it's kind of pertinent to my life as well. (laughs) (laughs) I should be here, but I'm here. (laughs) All right, boys, that'll wrap up uh, the rugby league chat. Uh, let's, let's get uh, a siren going. Yeah, let's talk some Aussie rules footy. The Western Bulldogs get off the nudie run, uh, getting a win against the Brisbane Lions. Uh, only 14 points in this one on Thursday night. Sean, did you catch much of this? No, I didn't. Not on Thursday night, unfortunately. Um uh, by all reports, the, at Marvel there, the ground wasn't great mm. uh, for this one. I, I know the olds and my brother was at this game, uh, checking it out, and I think they all left very disappointed. But I feel like they caught the dogs on the wrong week um, coming off uh, what happened last week um, against the Saints. They were really turned on for this one. And, um, mm. yeah, yes, a low scoring, but they, uh, I think, were up for it. And... For whatever reason, the Lions in those games, which it gets a bit hard, get a bit gritty, um, mm. they just aren't that type of team. Um, I think they're more of a flashy, high-scoring sort of team and these are the games they regularly kind of lose, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, credit to the Bulldogs. Uh, the Bont set the tone and then probably the big talking point was uh, Jamar Hagen kicking five, uh, his biggest bag so far mm-hmm. after being racially abused last week against St Kilda. And then he pays homage to the, the St Kilda great uh, Nicky Winmar with the lifting of the jersey and pointing mm-hmm. to his, uh, you know, his indigenous skin and, uh, and you know, saying, you know, sticks and stones, uh, you know, I am who I am yeah. and, uh, and I'm proud. Yeah, I'm going to kick a big bag and uh, win, win this football game. So, mm. I'm happy for him as well as a as a footy player because number one draft pick, you know, overall comes with a lot of uh, you know speculation, a lot of pressure. Uh, been a bit up and down. Had been a little bit up and down. So at some games I've I've watched, I'm like, is this is this guy really the the number one draft pick? You're a key forward. You don't develop straight away. It's not like being an eighteen-year-old, yeah. you know, engine running midfielder that, that can come into the competition and have a, just be a have an imp- yeah. impact straight away, or, or running off the half back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where where it doesn't take any really development time at all if you've got the skills and the fitness. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, drawing their their biggest defender week in week out as a 18, 19-year-old kid it takes a bit of time. So. Now I think he's twenty, you know, to to yeah. go out there and uh, and and 
really put on a clinic. Uh, it was it was good from Jamar. Yeah, especially after the week he had, it's uh, it's a great was a great way to respond and, and send a message. It's vindicating as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can't control what idiots say mm. off the field. You can only control what you do on it, and uh, and he responded pretty well. It's like Pep's mongrels there are doing pretty mongrelly thing and losing the steam. Yeah, well, <laughs> AFL fantasy again, which you boys aren't involved in. I've got uh, Steam so, as well. Yeah, so, so copying that, uh, friend of the show, Steamer, he, uh, he's always very good at this. And uh, <laughs> no, I didn't do uh, that, that crash hot in my, in my game against him this week. <laughs> pies, let's talk about. Hot pies. Oh, yeah, very hot pies. They're following their form last season. They've kept rolling. They undefeated, aren't they? 3 0. Yep. Yeah, so it's only them, Saints, Saints. and D's, I think. Yeah. Amongst if you want to bring up that ladder. Yeah. Uh, Another. Uh, Bit wet game, yeah, low scoring, scoring, greasy at the G. Yeah, hard fought game against the Tigers, but again, they just show their their class and get another win. Jordan Degoe, water's wet. Yeah, very good. Yeah, very very good. He can do dumb things over in uh, in uh, Bali if you play like that. Oh yeah, Melbourne (laughs) have had a loss, so it's just. Just St Kilda and Collingwood, and if yeah. it wasn't for the last fucking minute <laughs> of the opening <laughs> round game, Carlton would be on twelve points, but technically undefeated. <laughs> <laughs> You'll take that when you can. Oh bloody hell! Well, look at that as well. This is suddenly turned into a ladder chat, but it's up there. Uh, percentage Carlton's one hundred eight, so they've actually found a way outside of the draw to win those close games, yep. which has. Was their problem last year and in recent years where you think, oh, they're, they're there but they're not quite there. Anyways, it's early. We've got we're meant to be talking about the Pies and the Tigers. Uh, pies are good. Like, I don't think there's yeah. much more we can cover there. Uh, their, ruck, their rucks could be a problem. So Darcy Cameron, MCL, mm. so four to six weeks mm. for him. If you could chase up Mason Cox's injury status. Well, oh, their be- yeah. best rucks now playing for the Ds, unfortunately. So. Yeah, so it seems to be the way that it always happens. You... Part ways with someone. You and think then, you've got enough coverage and then. What know, about the Raiders? Yeah. You know, yeah. oh. Yeah. We don't need chance anymore. Yeah. yeah, yeah then yeah, Savage, exactly. Savage goes and you go, oh, who the fuck am I <laughs> back? Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty similar, yeah, kind of yeah, you, Murphy's you, Law kind you're, of. You're hopeful for the gear. best situation and in the worst case like this is you then have to you know, work it out. But generally that gives a young fellow a chance, an opportunity to do well and uh, they can you know, be a surprise packet and be a difference maker. Fox, any injury updates there? It's pretty straight. Uh, injury initially thought to be bruised ribs, discovered to be a hematoma. Mm. Further scans, timeline to return. So ribs never fun as a ruckman. Yeah. yeah. So what's that swelling? They just got to wait for it to all go down? Yeah, hematoma is yeah. the fancy word for bruising. Yeah. Uh, no word on when he's returning back yet. Probably just manage it. Yeah. As they usually do. What is it? Is it Adderall shots and and mushrooms? Adderall and mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. it, it, what was? Isn't that the the NFL choice of things that get them uh, back in, in the game? Derek Wolf, you, <laughs> you're talking about. Oh, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a couple shots, some mushrooms, and send him out. He'd be good. That's a trainer approved <laughs> recovery plan. <laughs> Mason, I wouldn't mind seeing Big Mason Cox on the, on the mushrooms and Adderall with his, with his glasses. Jesus, a bit of fun. He's a character. Uh, uh, he may be too gangly to be able to do that. <laughs> what, too gangly to take mushrooms and Adderall? 
No, no. Well, as <laughs> will he lose too much motor function? Is what I. Uh, you know, to play play an AFL game as well. Baby giraffe. Yes, yes, baby giraffe. Yes. As the uh, <laughs> as the resident lanky person on the table, yes, it, what you gain in height, often you lose in coordination. So <laughs> that's a reasonable one there for Big Mason. Uh, we talk about young, you know, kids. I've got no idea who, you know, the next next man up is yeah. for, for Collingwood. So uh, it might be a big opportunity for for their list will be tested. But yeah, for whoever that is. Still winning, forward. otherwise. Well, who do they have up next? Did, did I see Brisbane? Uh, I can double yes, check. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. right there. Brisbane mm. Lions. They get next. That's massive, isn't it? So so one team in Brisbane who's been pretty underwhelming um, yes. against a, a the red red, red hot Pies team. Mm-hmm. Let's run into Saturday. A lot of games get through. Uh, Hawthorne wins the the Clarko Bowl down in Tasmania by nineteen points. A uh, few outs for the Roos in uh, in Luke Davies, Uniaki, and Jai Simpkin. Um, a bit of surprise there. A loss at the fortress that is Tasmania for them. Mm. Maybe it wasn't rainy and cold enough. Well, Hawthorne also <laughs> plays a lot down there. Yeah, true, so true. Two yeah. of the teams that potentially could go to. <laughs> go to I think Hawthorne would be unlucky, but. Uh, yeah. There was a bit of that rhetoric uh, getting around this week. Uh, yeah, there's been, been some chat about Hawthorne, and I think it was probably good to see them respond against to the other cellar dweller here in the Ruse um, about how they'd been uh, tanking. Like, they've have they gone too far and getting way, rid of all their veterans and going super young and looking to the future? Um, but yeah, it's actually surprising to see the cats are at the bottom of the table at the moment. Wild. Yeah. Wild. We'll get to them in, in just a second. Uh, uh, Brockman had three for the Hawks. Uh, Dylan Moore was pretty good. That's about mm. it from from that one. All right, net, 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 net. Let's talk about the Blues. <laughs> I was a little bit worried for them in this one against oh, GWS. Yeah, very, very much so. Uh, Probably kick, closer kick, than they needed to be. Kicking straight seems to be a real problemo uh, for them, but it didn't cost them in the end. Uh, getting home by ten points in this one. Uh, who? Well, what? What they kick? Were nine they? goals, tw- nine twenty. I think they kicked. Fuck, <laughs> that's not great. <laughs> G- well, GWS couldn't kick straight either, <laughs> which, which kind of say, say, oh well, actually no, they both kicked nine goals. So Carlton kicked nine twenty, GWS kicked nine ten. Should have really, really blown them out on this one. Uh, Doesn't matter. On Get that, the four but... points. Uh, Sam Doherty, thirty nine and a goal. Uh, he, it, it's more a worrying unreal. concern against uh, one of the teams that's potentially good. Giants are a team we figure to struggle. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Uh, Carlton, who do we have next week? North Melbourne. Should win, really. Yes. Watch them go out and lose. <laughs> yeah, kick 920 again and lose. Uh, Saints, Bombers. Uh, Saints had their 150th year celebration. They are top mm. of the table. Uh, we spoke about the league and how it's been a little bit unpredictable. So. I don't think many people had St Kilda being top of the table. They have Gold Coast next week as well, so no reason why they can't start four and zero. Uh, Marks, did you yep. see any highlights? Any anything from this? Yeah, I had the game on in the background. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Saints obviously just showed up to the occasion, mm. uh, being the one hundred fiftieth um, year celebration. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Just the Bombers just didn't seem to have too much direction up front. They'll sort of clear out of their own, the from the fifty mm. uh, midfield. Sorry, into the forward. Board 50 and we've no real intent to get it to anyone. Just sort of bomb it up there, see mm. see what happens. Bomb it up. Bomb it up. Who, uh, who, who <laughs> have the Saints played so far? I'm just having a look. I was actually looking at um, 
who Essendon's played because it obviously started 2-0. Mm. Uh, so the Bombers' uh, wins came against uh, Hawthorne and Gold Coast. So maybe they're... Yeah, could, yeah, first real test. Not sure, but uh, Kilda's beaten uh, Frio in round one and smacked up the Western Bulldogs. So that's two reasonable teams. Because I, I look at that yeah. and I'm thinking, are they the best defensive team in the league at the moment? Conceding only 167 points. That's wild. Yeah, which is yeah. You, know, you look at the guys in the top eight. Everyone's over 200, and the Tigers the only ones under by only just. Uh, well, th- well, through yeah. through. Three rounds, they've conceded 52-41 against the Dogs mm. who historically are very good at scoring points and 74 is actually the most that they've conceded uh, against the Bombers. So, yeah, it's something uh, is going right there. They've uh, found something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, Ross Lyon being back, mm-hmm. you know, the old go back to a club and, and it'd be a little bit of a, um, you know, um, what's something that happens when you return somewhere? I was going to say changing the guard, but it's you yeah, already, it's you're kind of returning. Return of the king. We're talking about rings again. Aragon Lion, very good. Our chat's getting pretty nerdy pretty quick. If it's not Star Wars, it's fucking Lord of the Rings. Two references already. I wonder if it's maybe after the end of the last year, they've now with the new coach, maybe a bit more freedom. They've just found something that's the group just really likes and they're gelling. Um, hard mm. to say, but whatever it is, it's working. Mm. Yes, you've been playing some of uh, not the best sides uh, in the comp currently. Do have the Suns coming up next, so you should potentially keep your keep the winning ways going. Uh, but, yeah, when you start going into, mm. you know, the Ds, uh, the Swans, uh, Blues, Pies, you know, that kind of – Oh, 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 oh Blues go in there. They're, they're currently third. Blues only reason, Only reason because they're undefeated. Yeah, I said it before, Collingwood yeah. too. I was going up the list because I was going <laughs> – uh, I did a reverse order, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I do one decent because the Dragons going to suck this year, so be nice to you for one league. Uh, didn't we not just gonna, talk about how spooners. overs the Dragons are playing? Uh, <laughs> that they're yeah. fucking near the top eight and let go. <laughs> End the season now. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Give that man the $10,000. <laughs> this contest is over. Uh, uh, Simpsons, Bombers, Dragons, how do we get yeah. to where we are? Saints, um, Saints playing pretty good, aren't they? Saints yeah. playing good. Yeah. 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 That was good the take-home message. Good year for them. Showdown. Crom win the showdown. Uh, they were able to fix their inaccurate goal kicking. So Carlton getting away with <laughs> kicking inaccurately, uh, the, the Crows fixed it up, which really cost them in the first two weeks. Yeah, Five goals to young Riley Philthorpe. How good's that? So we spoke about Jamara kicking five and mm. Philthorpe gets his first uh, big bag. So some of these young key forwards uh, that will be superstars of the future um, playing pretty well and then two guys that are – really are superstars as it is in Isaac Rankin and Jordan Dawson. Uh, very good for the Crom. Uh, Port, pretty cold after starting uh, red hot against the Lions. Um, yeah, the prison bars couldn't help them. So. No. no. Yeah. Eddie would be fucking <clears throat> laughing in his mansion. That? <laughs> uh, I don't know what's wrong with the power. Um, they seemed pretty good against the Lions and whether that's um, the Lions, uh, you know, they're part of the season as well. Mm. How mm. they're going? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't know with the power. They haven't. They haven't lost. A, they yeah. haven't lost a heap of showdowns in in recent memory, and uh, they got absolutely 
belted by the Pies last week. So a bit yeah. of a litmus test for them next week against uh, the Sydney Swans. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Suns cats? Yes. Yeah, so What's wrong with the cats? Well, we got are, are they finally too old? <laughs> that last that last year uh, has has really aged them. Yet Premiership yeah. hangover. I I don't know. I think it's mm. pa- I, well, the question there is: Is it panic time for Cats fans? Yeah, I went three. We we you know we're just talking about Port, who started on five last year, and it's very hard to come back. From outside panic. of having that that crap first month, probably weren't that bad aside. Yeah. yeah, it's very very hard to bounce back from and. Uh, I think, yeah, there's definitely something to winning a flag and then, you know, Selwood retires and all those other old heads are a year yeah. older and, and trying well, to... I think there's been some of the questions there. Is is Danger the, the right captain as well? Uh, is it on him? I, probably not, but are there, it, again, that's the conversation that happens. Fossil's going to foss. Yes. Um, <laughs> dinosaur's going to be oiling. Um, dinosaur's going <laughs> to soar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... <laughs> I don't know what else is really wrong though. That, that is the question. They're not, they don't seem banged up. Um, they seem like they've got most of their their the guys that um, that have been around the club. But yeah, to, to lose to the Suns uh, sends big warning warning signs. Where that's the kind of thing that they need to right the ship, and they're going to like, hey, if we're going to repeat. We really need to kick it into gear now. Uh, which with the veteran club, you'd think maybe that they uh, could. Get it out of first and start switching up the gears, but like we said, worry signs. Who do they get next? Mm. Uh, I'll bring that up now. the The big tomahawk. He had five disposals, one behind in this game. They have Hawthorne, so they. It's actually seven. It's literally the toilet yeah. bowl uh, for for next week. You'd imagine Geelong open the account there. Yeah, uh, we're asking the question now: Is it panic time? The, my feeling is yes. If they lose next week, then yeah, that's. That's hit every panic button there is. There's too mm. much big name talent on that list um, to be where they are currently. Yeah, these get the job done against the Swans uh, pretty handily. Fifty point winners there, absolutely mm. clinical. Always the the big names for them in Clary and Truck, but uh, a Grundy, um, good the with, fill in. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty, Fancy having Brody Grundy come yeah. in as you know to be oh oh he's he's our he's chopping play rock, oh. he's our chopping ruckman yeah. uh, and uh, the first game of Jacob Van Ruyen boots three on uh, debut for them uh, we all said it at the start of the year we all thought Melbourne was the team to beat um, other than that mm. that little hiccup uh, in week one uh, seemed to be. Uh, along that same trajectory this year, three hundred thirty-one points. That is the most through three rounds in the AFL. Yeah, and yep. I said week one, week there was last week they lost. Yeah, they lost to the Lions. We, you can't you can't figure out the Lions at the moment. Just, <laughs> yeah. Where was that game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, true, Gabba. Yeah, like, so that's, that's that, yeah. Yeah. It's the same talking point that yeah. we've spoken about since the inception of this podcast and many podcasts beforehand, yes. which probably have a better understanding of AFL football, yes. yeah. uh, have speculated. Uh, it's really hard for them and you know the Perth yeah. teams to win outside of. Even Queensland and it, WA, Sydney maybe less so, but even the Sydney teams as well. You got to like uh, when it when it matters and you have to win the big games of Victoria. That's that's when you know the the elk of a club. Um, but currently, yeah, the, most elk, of the, the elk of a club. Yes, ilk. I think it's ilk. Ilk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, said. I think it's an elk. 
sound like Elk. <laughs> Joe Rogan hunts and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? That'd be fucking good if we, team we, mascot. <laughs> well, we don't have what? anything on this side of the wall, do we? If we ever get another camera, we mount a big fucking elk up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Perth, um, the Derby, the Derby, the Derby. I always say it wrong. Don't know what those weird you WA gotta, people say. You got to say it really long. Derby, Derby. But I think it's Derby. I think yeah, they're we, not posh enough. Derby. But I think they say Derby. Derby. I don't know. Someone get us at us. Zero listeners in WA. <laughs> 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 uh, can you try up, please, Max? I haven't seen any of this. Yeah. It's just happened. No, it's just yeah, finished. Dockers win handily. Handily, handily. forty-one yep. points. I'll have a reasonably quick look at anyone that did anything. Uh, wow, Sean Darcy, fifty-two. Jeez. 52 hit outs. Michael Walters mm. boots four. Um, oh, Luke Jackson. Uh, probably a little bit underwhelming his first few games. Uh, they've got, you know, much like the Melbourne Demons when both of their twin towers are playing, they've got that one-two punch. Uh, Luke Jackson had 17 hit outs and two Galazzos in that one. Mm-hmm. Caleb Sarong. Sarong, so right. 35. Posies for Caleb. That'll wrap up the AFL. Um, well, actually, well, it's Easter next week, isn't it? So mm-hmm. there's a little bit of footy yeah. that will transpire in both the rugby league and the AFL before we are back on the airwaves, I believe. Yep. Let's briefly talk some cricket. In the score. The Indian Premier League kicked off over the last few nights. Uh, not the greatest viewing times for some of the games, although I think now with daylight savings it'll make an hour. Um, slightly better. Slightly yeah, slightly better for us. The, just for those when there's a double header, <laughs> I think you get the 9pm just, no, just, just start. Jimmy. Oh, yeah, okay, no, you got that. That's fine. Uh, so Gujarat uh, win the season opener against CSK, so opened their account after... Uh, winning the whole thing in their first year last year. Uh, as that man, Rashid Khan, he always uh, is pretty good at T20 cricket, uh, was man of the match in this one. Rudaraj Gaikwad, 92 runs for him uh, in a losing effort. Um, and we are wondering about best 11s, that Josh Little, the Irishman, actually mm-hmm. did uh, make it in as one of, um, as one of the best uh, fours, uh, well, Best international fours, I should mm-hmm. say. Mm. Uh, there, so so interesting. We've got an, an Irishman in uh, in the IPL. Yep. Mm. Walking Josh Little and Gil getting sixty three was Dude, also he, very good. He's so good. Yeah. Like we've been, you know, harping on how good that bloke is, and uh, maybe should be playing a little bit more red ball cricket for for India in our opinion. But uh, yeah, in the runs again. Yeah, a big one out of this game as well. Kane Williamson. Um, oh yeah, he. Is out injured Have for they the rest it? of the season. Cause, wow. Because it looked like ACL. It, yeah. Oh, wow. So it was, he was on the boundary jumping up trying to save a six. Yeah. Um, That's a huge And, yeah, just landed wrong. Yeah. Had to get yeah. carried off the field. Pitch. Yeah. Shout out, to, shout out to NRL Physio. Um, I think he, he – from the video, it was just like, yeah, it looks like a, an ACL injury, um, mm. which is which is what you worry. Mm. Yeah. Got some steel there. Yeah. Yeah, just clutching straight at his knee as soon as he lands. Hyperextension, uh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Has he had scans yet? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they've ruled him out. F- well, the season, so that's no, a, I means it's. Anything. It's the season's what? I mean, eight weeks. Ten weeks. Yeah. We're talking yeah. ten. 
yeah, headlines here, but um, I would no assume details. I would assume that is his ACL because if it's a low grade MCL or you know even a high grade MCL, it's probably they wouldn't be using that kind of language. Yeah, mm. uh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, because of the length, like, yeah, they're ruling him out already. Then it could, it could be PCL, having not seen the actual incident, but. Uh, mm. Prayers up for, for Williamson because he has been yeah. absolutely carrying New Zealand uh, with, with yeah, the well, bat. Yeah. I, was, I was trying to think of what's coming up for New Zealand and probably oh, not a lot, well. so yeah. Yeah, not a lot till the end of the year. Yeah, but but if, if it is ACL, it's, it's still nine ages. months to yeah, a exactly. year. So. Yeah. He'll be back. I hate to say it. Yeah. Um, next year. Not a big thing with cricketers and ACLs, is it? Like, obviously it's a non-contact mm. game, but um, yeah, yeah that, that's – the big story, the big That's, talking point yeah, there. Probably it, like, mm. yeah. When you get a chance, Jimmy, do uh, ACL injuries of cricketers. <laughs> I'm actually trying to think. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I, I remember in an Ashes I, I, years and years ago, Simon Jones at the Gabba. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. I think he did his ACL, and it was a lot of like in uh, the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, of that, because I'm thinking about it. If it most likely only be in the field uh, when these injuries are kind of happening. Mm. I can't think of an Aussie recently that. Did an ACL? Uh, nah, like I literally, that's the only thing that's come to my mind. Yeah. And that was 18 years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Bit of, a, bit of a challenge there. We'll, mm. we'll roll into the next game where Jimmy has Nick Madison has done an ACL. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you go with that. That's yeah. making yeah. you work yeah. overtime yeah. there. There's probably not going to be a list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's some news article. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, second game, Punjab Kings uh, win by seven runs via Duckworth. Lewis made 191. Uh, the runs shared there with uh, Banuka, Rajapaksa, Shikadawan, and uh, pretty much everyone chipping in with the bat there for uh, Punjab. KKR, we said in the um, preview that we're not expecting a whole lot out of them. Obviously, it's only the one game. Uh, and one of our uh, favourite names in the IPL in Arshdeep Singh. <laughs> Uh, taking three for 19. Ooh, that's, that's tidy. It is. It is tidy from Arshdeep there. Nothing tidier than Arshdeep. Um, <laughs> good job. Luck now, Supergiants smacking up our poor Delhi yeah. Capitals by 50 runs. So, so both the teams in the final uh, got 50. opening their accounts. Yeah, uh, a little bit was sort of spoken about how fast he made it. He still struck at 116. Yeah. I, I don't know. No one else did anything, so it's not his yeah, fault. 56 the Bison got a first baller. Mm. Um, interesting as well that Riley uh, Rosu and Rovman Powell uh, joined the two Aussies as uh, as the internationals. So uh, Mustafa Zir Rahman misses out. We're wondering who their best four internationals would be. Um, Rosso and uh, and Rovman Powell sort of bolstering that middle order, and it means that they've gone all Indian with their their bowling attack. So yeah. it's going to be interesting to see if that's the way that they uh, they stay. Uh, but yeah, they they lost handedly in this one, so we're going to talk about uh, luck now. And Kyle Mayers uh, <laughs> was thought Warner might have scored a little bit slowly. Uh, this bloke had seventy three of thirty eight, yeah. hit seven sixes, struck. Striking at 192, uh, you don't lose too many games where if your Stein open is able to do that. 12. Yeah, Stoin, he had 12 off 10, didn't do a whole lot there. Uh, I think Mark Wood uh, getting a Michelle uh, five farm was probably one of the big differences in this. How's that? Five for 14 for Mark Wood. That's mm. probably, I'm going to have a guess, well, at, he'd be top. 
at at top. Well, I'm thinking best bowling figures ever in the IPL, maybe top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, go close. Yeah. yeah Jimmy's busy looking at ACL. Did you find anyone else? Uh, yeah. Um, not too many related to um, actually playing cricket. So obviously off, off the field. <laughs> off the yeah, field. So obviously the biggest – one of the biggest ones recently is uh, Richard Park. Did he do his ACL in that? Yeah. It looks yeah, like right. ACL, MCL tear. Yeah. Um, but – and then also uh, Kieran Pollard actually did do – he's had two um, ACLs. Yeah. Um, second yeah. one was – first one was at a charity soccer game. Um, <laughs> so not playing cricket. Not playing cricket. Uh, the second one That's was – how all cricketers get hurt <laughs> when they're not playing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the end of the golfing injuries recently. That's it. Um, but I think he did suffer a second one in the IPL back in 2015. Mm. Um, that being said, if you ever do an ACL, go see Dr. Freddie Fu um, from Pittsburgh. Mm. After he um, tore his ACL the first time, he was playing cricket three months later. Jesus. Yeah. And then the second time around, uh, he had a five-month recovery and was um, back playing cricket. That's so. sick because the go-to for speedy recoveries in my mind for ACLs is always Adrian Peterson. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's that's the next one. Yeah, and uh, Dr. Andrews uh, did APs and does most of the NFL uh, ACLs. And mm. he's, he's the go-to surgeon for for, for them. Um, mm. So yeah, it's, it's sneaky science, I guess, or, or the specialist <laughs> of sports uh, ACLs. Dr. Yeah, Andrews, that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, relative of Mark and Aaron of famous Andrews in the NFL. Mm. Uh, that's pretty ordinary <laughs> chat. Uh, uh, what else was I looking at? Uh, well, I've got it here, Mark oh, Wood. Right. That is the one, two, three, four, Top five, ten. six, seven, eight, ninth best figures ever in the IPL. What about the Zorb? Zamps. Uh, only three blokes have ever taken six for and And, uh, and he can't and, get a gig. Yeah. Unfortunate yeah. for him. Yeah. Fuck, the IPL's been around a little bit. There's names like Kumble in there, Harbhajan Singh. Well, it's, isn't this like the... 12th gear? I think it's 18. 18. Jesus. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure it's 18. Yeah, it's been around a while. Uh, is there a game four there, Jimmy? Be is t- that it'll be tonight. tonight. Rajasthan versus Sunrisers Hyderabad. Outside of that, not too much cricket going on. Uh, it's cleared this late for the big competition. So yeah, yeah, that's right. 16th season of the IPL. 16. Yeah. Damn it, I was confident in that. <laughs> what did I say? 12. I was closer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let's go from, from India over to the States and uh, talk about another huge league in the NBA. Curry, Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! We'll start in the East and uh, the Bucks. Ooh, they they played the Celtics this week and got absolutely hammered by them by forty odd points. They it was back to back. That was the caveat, and uh, the Celtics didn't play the day before. Uh, yeah, Monks, if you would mind just looking at the East odds there, I imagine it's these two, as it's been all year, uh, sort of a lot shorter than anyone else. Uh, but speaking of those Celtics, uh, smacked the Bucks up in their own house. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown looking very good. Um, I had a thought just then. What am I thinking? Oh, um, Bucks, very Giannis reliant. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Celtics look like a better team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when it comes down to crunch time, it seems like teams over individuals. Uh, it's going to be interesting moving forward in the East. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Bucks are, are slated to win the East $2.20. Uh, Celtics are $3.00. 
That's interesting. That's a bit of value there for the Celtics, if you wouldn't mind a little punty lala there. Yeah. Philadelphia at the five, and then not mm. much love for for Cleveland and Miami at thirteen and forty one. Yeah. Wow, we. Uh, what else do we need to talk about in the East? The Nets, <laughs> the Nets, uh, steadied the ship a little mm-hmm. bit. Mikhail Bridges, him, absolutely killing it. Mm. And what else? Oh, maybe down, yeah, down there towards play in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bulls. It might be sorted. It's like the Wizards are three, three games, games behind the Bulls with what, five, five to go. Game, yeah. So that might be it. Yep. So let me yeah. run through. So obviously we spoke about Bucks, Celtics. 76ers, that is the top three. And Cleveland will finish fourth. So they've and those four have clinched already. Yeah. Yep. So then the Knicks, actually, that's it's pretty much that's all sorted. Knicks will finish fifth. Yeah. And then there's and then it can be the Nets or the Heat for that last spot. Yep. Last mm-hmm. spot in that top six. And, and then it's Hawks, ahead. Raptors, Bulls, uh, rounding it out. So the East is pretty close to sorted. Yeah. Barring like a big capitulation from one of those teams, mm, uh, literally, have to a team has to lose. Yeah, go one and four or zero oh and five. Yeah, to, and to one f- of the other teams has to do it exactly. well. Yeah, you know, on the flip side, but yeah, it's pretty pretty close there. Uh, have a favorite out of the East? I'll if, go with what I, back one. I'll go Celtics. I think team ball over, you know, Giannis ball. Mm. Mm. Well, I'll go the the sneaky in the seventy sixes. Ooh. <laughs> Keep yeah. in touch. They're just they're, they're, they're. We'll, we'll see. It might be in Bede's mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. We'll look at the MVP odds in just a second. Harden, Harden hasn't been too bad. So. Yeah, big JoJo. Tyrese mm-hmm. Maxey goes okay. I, yeah, it, it would be surprising to me if, if it is any other team that's not the green teams mm-hmm. uh, going through out of the east. But uh, yeah, you definitely can't put a line through the through the 76ers. Uh and then mm. I don't know. I think the odds kind of reflected. Do we see the Cavs, Knicks, Nets, Heat? Yeah, they've been keeping touch, but I I don't think they're in the same tier or category as those top three. And even saying that, yeah. like the Seventy Sixers are still trying to keep touch with the other two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's probably between those three. Um, and I can't feel maybe the Heat as a dark horse in this one purely of. You know, they did start very late mm. this year and have made their run to get into that play playing spot. Um, and if the team can be uh, as good and as healthy as it was uh, last year, then they've got a good list um, there to compete with, with anyone in that conference. I feel like the Heat, they've got to jump into that sixth position if they want to mm. make a run and then that way you're not getting the Bucks or Celtics. Yeah, straight up. Straight, straight, straight up yeah. with, yep. you know, having to play four games in their house as well. Yep. Uh, just a little sort of side note, uh, Pistons in absolute tank mode and as are a few teams in the West, uh, eight-game losing streak uh, and whoever sort of uh, is luckily enough to, to get the lottery um, out of the, you know, the bottom five teams uh, and pick up Wimbanyana will be big, big for their franchise. Mm-hmm. Jump over to the West. The Nugs uh, went without Joker for two games this week and had one game with him. Uh, you guys know how that went. <laughs> Lost um, when they didn't have the Joker and he got a triple-double <laughs> and, and they won against yes. the 76ers. Yes. Now, we didn't actually get to see Embiid versus Jokic, which is, you know, the, the two yeah. odds on favourites <laughs> for 
uh, for the MVP, and uh, that might be the last time that they was that in Denver because I feel like the Nuggets fans were giving him stick. Because yeah, I'm sure I, I saw think, a, a I bunch. I think it was in Denver. I saw a bunch of signs of like, where's Embiid? Where's the the potential MVP? Um, you know, uh, really getting after him a little bit after you, of course, their previous match getting it over Joker and then. Uh, to not, not even show up for the rematch. Um, that fucking aged yeah. so well as well because yeah. Joker then goes and misses the next two games with a calf injury. Yeah, the exact yeah. same thing that it <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh would love to say it. That was in Denver, yes. Yeah. yeah. They both have um, – they've got different games. You know, Embiid's definitely a better scorer. Um, he puts up more points for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker may be more of a complete player um, statistically-wise. Uh, with all well, stats wise, um, with what he does, so it's will probably come down for horses for courses. Like it's, mm. it, isn't it, it's voted on by media, isn't it? It's, nah, it's like a split. It's oh, it's a, a bit of a split. Okay, that's that's a bit nicer than than say it's, the NFL. I think it's fans. It. I think it's media. I think yeah. actually, I actually don't really know, but I think it is like a a split. Of, yeah. Of lots of different things, mm. but actually, no, I don't think it, fans. I don't think I think that's I don't, complete I don't, rubbish. Actually, out of me, fans is just for all stars. Yes. So th- I, I thought it was. I think it's the, it's. I think I it's thought, very similar to the NFL, where there's like well, 50, the NFL, fifty people are on a panel. Or yeah, something. but that's heavily um me, like writers uh, driven, so journalists and media. Mm. Um, and I wasn't sure if NBA was similar or if it included probably coaches. Um, head coaches is a, is to make the voting. It says it's a panel of sports writers and broadcasters. Yeah, so it's it's the talking heads, which is the same as the NFL. Um, so, yeah, they can play favourites a little bit in that. We, we, could, we could be on the panel. They shouldn't include us. We're talking uh, heads. I was going to say, man, <laughs> calling, hey, these fucking talking heads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we tell you who's right and who's wrong. Yeah. 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 Uh, what else are we talking about? The, the Grizz? Jar's mm-hmm. been a bit quiet since uh, returning from, you know, fake gangster fame. True, but they've also been winning a lot. Um, <laughs> they've gone 8-2 and two in their last 10. So Maybe they've had that chat where, maybe. you know, turns out Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks and the like at Jamin Jackson <laughs> are pretty good. So, yeah, doesn't actually all have to run through him. They mm-hmm. will be worried about the Sacramento Kings yeah. <laughs> who will finish will finish in the top three. That is uh, a certainty now. They're five games ahead of the Suns. So yeah. as good as yeah. uh, Phoenix might be uh, with a healthy KD, uh, they're going to have to do it uh, from below the Sacramento Kings. Can so. they get 50 wins? No. Five to go. Oh, the, the Kings. Yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, yeah, they can. So they need to go three and two for them from their last five. What a big change that would be for them. Considering we shat on them and they're going to potentially light this beam up 50 times. Yeah, we <laughs> I believe something along the lines of, ha-ha, why do they have a beam? They're never going to get to the shine. <laughs> something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're my favourite They're my favorite team in the NBA at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Like, like, it's just so it fun. It's a good story. So yeah. cool. And I guess we're probably too casual to have picked up on the, the growth that they've made and getting mm. the young fellas in and the, mm. the difference it's made to that squad. Yep. So. So throughout the season, they've got the Spurs, Win. Pelicans, Hard, Mavericks. And that's both in their houses. Yeah. They might Ma- not get it. Look at this run after the Spurs. <laughs> this is hard. Mavs have been The Warriors. Donkey, um, Warriors hard. Our, our own GWS. Uh, and then the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> the Orange Team. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's – they might not get 50 yeah. there. 
and they only got two home games, and then they're they're away uh, at Pels, at Mavs, at Nugs. Mm. So what are we saying? Well, the Mavs have been on a slide. Kings. Yeah, let's just sh- talk about the Mavs yeah. now because have they won both, recently? They lost. They didn't. Two. They didn't win this week, and they're eleventh now. So if the season ends today, they we don't see Luca in the. Playoffs or play ins, which is nuts. I think mm. they traded for Kyrie and then they're it's not going to make it. Yeah. It just hasn't worked. And we thought, oh, that's such a good fit. Like, Luca needs, you know, a Robin to his Batman yeah. and they their front court's not too bad. They needed, you know, another good guard. And for yeah. whatever reason, it's just not working with, yeah. with Kyrie there. And Luca's still fucking playing his ass out. I think he had 42. Uh, in their loss to the Bulls uh, last night, like there's only so much that that man can do for for that that team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Middle of the West, uh, this is where a lot of people think that they're. It's very tight. Yeah, and it's where yeah. a lot of people, you know, think that the winner of the West m- might be coming from. Monks, if you would mind bringing yeah, the odds up, some good squads in terms there. of the the Suns, Warriors, and Clippers, uh, rounding out four, five, six. Uh, and then I suppose we, we got to do Laker watch. We always talk about the Lakers. They're above 500 first time this year. I think I said on this podcast I'd be very surprised if they uh, even make the play-ins, uh, you know, about six weeks ago. Uh, they've got their eyes set on on, on trying to, to get into that top six and not mm-hmm. even have to worry about mm-hmm. it. Definitely. Uh, Clip, Clippers are the ones, of course, at risk there. Having yeah. Lost two straight and Look at that, hey. So the, <laughs> the Lakers are shorter than the Clips. Like – and the Kings. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's sleeping on them. Yeah. So Suns and Nugs, uh, 340 and 350. The Warriors have a bit of value there, 550 and yeah. Grizz, 550. So it's sort of like four-horse race in the West and then it sort of blows well, out a little bit. It's interesting. Mm. The Mavs, they're at $67 and are ahead of the Pels at 81. And they've got well, a three-game lead on them already. <laughs> I think that's fair enough. Like, it's a reflection well, of the talent on the roster. Yeah. When you get to that point, it's pretty spectacular. Actually, let's get on OKC at $476. Let's go. Ah, <laughs> uh, boy, Giddy, let's go. I might save my five bucks. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> because they've got an Australian plan in them. Let's go. Yeah. Mentioned about tanking uh, bottom teams in tank mode. Spurs have lost six in a row. Them Rockets Pistons will be the worst teams mm. with the in terms of records. So, do we think that play in sort of set there as well? I think we're, I think what we're going to say is no. I'm going to say it's different here. Yeah, I'd say I, Nuggets, Nuggets, and Grizzlies could switch spots, uh, but I don't think Kings will catch them. So Kings yep. are, Kings is probably certainty to finish third now. Yep. Um, then you know Suns Warriors Suns, Clippers, Warriors, Clippers Pels, Pels Lakers. Lakers Timberwolves, Wolves, wolves, yeah, could all, all, yeah, that's why could all could all switch, and yeah, you never know with AKC, but um, whether they win five in a row, I doubt it. Um, And then the Mavs and the Jazz. The West is so much funner than the East, really, like in terms of all the different outcomes. Yeah. So yes, there's only three teams that officially eliminated in in Blazers, Spurs, and Rockets. Yep. Uh, And yeah, we saw how good the the Jazz were at the start of the year with Laurie Markinen coming in and doing big things for them. So it's it's not outside of the realm of possibility that that they jump up there. Yep. Mm. All right. That'll get us into a final round, if you wouldn't mind taking it away there, Monks. 
Huge UFC 287 uh, over Easter next week. We'll do a quick preview here. So uh, they're running it back. It just seems like this was just yesterday, really, that uh, Alex Pereira dethroned Izzy. I feel like it was January. Four months. I guess it's, yeah. Yeah, it comes around quick. Um, Yeah, the the middleweight um, champion of the world is up for – for the taking again, mm-hmm. uh, we spoke about how Pereira had beaten Izzy twice in kickboxing and then went out and did what he did. So this will be their fourth fight officially. Mm. And then mentally that's got to take a toll on, yeah. on Israel Losing as three well. times, they've been knocked yeah. out in two of them. Mm. It was uh, back in November. I was never, Jesus. I actually thought I th- thought in my head, I was like, oh, was it the last one of last year? But that means there's, there was two main events Last year, and yeah. then yeah, and then we had Volk at the start of the year. Fucking yeah, wild, makes man. sense. It go it goes very quickly. Time flies, um, but it's an interesting fight. Alex Pereira is a huge human being to the point he probably fight a heavyweight. Mm. Um, he's he, he started his weight cut like two weeks ago. Yeah, you know, two or three weeks Jeez. ago. There's um, seeing him in in the the big heat suits, you know, trying to sweat it out. Um, a month ago, <laughs> it kind of shows, you know, the amount of weight he loses. Um, it's pictures of him with light heavyweights and, you know, training with light heavyweights and heavyweights and he looks as big if not bigger than some of them. You're just like, wow, this, he's a huge human being that then fights mm. at middleweight. Um, but he's Israel's boogeyman I think is the main thing. Like mm. Pereira maybe would find better, um, worse matchups in the middleweight division. Um, there's been some chat about like Whitaker's probably a worse fight for him just for the – style of fight that he fights, whereas I guess with Israel it kind of um, lines up you know, a nicer and a, I guess that's the, the unfortunate for Israel. That's the story for the last three fights. Mm. What's mm. he going to do different in this one? Mm. Of course there's been some, some uh, you know, sneaky vi- vi- video out of camp of him doing more wrestling work and mm. shooting for takedowns because um, that's always been the criticism of Pereira's game that he doesn't, not as, you know, uh, versed in, in that world. Mm. Um, but whether that's just all, all bullshit, we get the same sort of fight we got in the last one, which was, you know, Israel largely winning a lot of those rounds. Mm. Um, a very competitive fight, you know, more of a, a, a kickboxing type of fight. Um, but you fight a guy like Prayer with those, those bazookas, um, if only one of those lands, uh, then you're in trouble. That's the thing about power, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's probably the most coveted thing to have as a fighter. Yeah, it's it's, it's the thing that that can save you if you're if yeah. you know if you're and not winning a fight or if it's close. Yeah, it's, it's having that power. Yeah, having that one punch power to turn things around, and you know, for some fighters, it then can be uh, you know their weakness as well because they're always then chasing that, and then instead of trying to get into the fight. But like we said, Pereira's had. What's his kickboxing record? There's 40 fights on that. So yeah, 33 um, and 7. So he's actually, his last kickboxing fight he actually lost in 2021, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, and then uh, what? Seven, eight. seven and one in, in mixed martial arts. Uh, and from his seven wins, six have been uh, by KO or TKO. Yeah. So he's. He's a scary dude. Fucking atheist. He's a very scary dude. <laughs> uh, has been Israel's boogeyman for a long time. Um, do I see anything different from the last fight? Currently, no. I, I can't. I can't think of anything. What happens differently in this one? Uh, I, for mine, 
just as a fan of the sport, as a fan of Izzy, uh, I'd love to see Izzy go out, get mm. his belt back and then trilogy and then that starts becoming one of the, you know, the, the biggest yeah. rivalries in, in UFC history. Then I'd also say I'd also love to see Pereira win it, get past this phase of Israel because mm. then you've got a whole bunch of new fun fights, you know, like. So open, Whit- open up the division. Exactly. Right? Like Whitaker yep. hasn't, hasn't fought Pereira. That would be a really interesting fight. Mm. Um uh, you know, some of those other guys in that division that's, you know, maybe Air as well, yeah, push his case because mm. it opens it up a little bit. Yes, those guys mm. have lost to Israel, but then it's um, different, you know, new matchups, new kind of storylines to follow and, and see what happens, mm. uh, which w- would be interesting. We'll talk about it in a second, but I think a lot of these other fights on the main card is sort of setting up those series fights yeah, down the track as well. Yeah. Like they don't really seem to be all that spectacular fights when you look at them at face value, but you can see the the long game that they're sort of playing here and setting up Very fights good. down the track. So, yeah. Vittori. Yeah, who I think won recently. Paulo Costa. Just resigned. Our um, boy, uh, Drikus Duplessis <laughs> of uh, not related to fast fame. Yeah. What was Costa, they're trying to angle him for who? That was in the news recently. What was that fight? Sure. I don't think it was, I don't think it was Strickland. It was someone else. I don't know. I wouldn't mind saying, is he murder him again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'll have a look. Even yeah, going down like Derek Brunson, like there's some fun ones yeah, down in the, in the middle of the division there, there there's, too. There's a good talent in that division, which has largely been dominated from by Israel. So mm. it, it does freshen it up a little bit by having a new champion to then try out new matchups. Yes. Um, uh, but Israel's probably never – he's not going to go away anytime soon. He's – not mm. the youngest fella anymore. Um, he's 33, so there's no reason why he doesn't have another four years exactly. if, if that's what he wants to do. Yeah, exactly. So there's plenty of time left. For him. I think he was calling out um, Nate, Nate, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. The Diaz boys is kind of like, you know, Kmart kind of fights, isn't it? Like if, you, <laughs> oh, okay. if you want to make money, isn't it? So I've, I've, got, I've got the news. Um, some value it was interesting because uh, – I think Logan Paul actually recently said he had a Nate Diaz fight locked in. I uh, did hear about this. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and then he was going to start training for it and then uh, I think Diaz backed out of it. So boxing, boxing we're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Um, so I think that was meant to be on the, the another Misfits pay-per-view in the middle of the year. So um, another Paul brother fighting someone smaller than them. Yeah, yes, interesting. Yes. Well, I think Diaz is probably more comparable but he's, yeah, triathlete. Uh, the Paula Costa news though was they want to do the hazmat man, ha- um, Hamzat. Uh, Hamzat. Hamzat. Uh, <laughs> it's his middleweight debut uh, and then he would potentially could go back down and fight for the welterweight belt as well. So uh, that was the, right. the conversation during the week. Yeah. Guess who's favourite uh, in the Izzy uh, and Pereira fight? Not much of a guess. Interesting though, mm. considering the history between the two. Um, it's easy actually. We haven't yeah, said we were, that yeah. for, for the last oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> Israel, uh, Israel, the favourite there. Yeah, by a little, not not a huge amount, but a little bit. Buck seventy to two fifteen. Yeah, uh, method of victory is by points. So um, obviously they <laughs> went all the way through to the fifth round last time with. Um, Pereira t- getting the TKO. So yeah. as long as Izzy can keep clean all well, the way through the fight. Well, the, the, bets, think the, the, the bets reflect that because they're saying if Izzy's going to win this fight, it's most likely by points. If yep. Pereira's going to win this fight, it's most likely by knocking him out. Yeah. Which, yeah, 
That was the story of the first fight. And I feel like nothing's from what we've seen has changed much between now and then. So mm. so that, that's that's the concern. Um, but, you know, we haven't been in the camps. We don't know what else has been going on. So there, there could be some new bits to the game for either one of them. We'll have to see that uh, next week when that card goes down. I would love to talk about Burns and Masvidal, but I my bladder's about to explode. Explode, <laughs> boys! So take it away, um, and I'll try and run down for um, a little final thought on that one. Mm-hmm. Yep, sure. So Burns Masvidal uh, is the co-main. Burns has he fought since he fought uh, Hamzat? We just mentioned a minute ago. Got it right. Um, I'm just bringing up his record here. Yeah, I yes. it up on purpose. You do really. <laughs> it's all for bands. Always. Uh, let me bring it up here. So he has fought. Um, oh, that's right. Neil Magny. Yep. Yes. And uh, he won that one easy in the first Start round. of the year. Yeah, so. Um, it, this is an interesting fight for the conversation because there's um, – uh, I don't know if you believe the McGregor shit with if he beats Chandler, oh, Chandler. then he gets the lightweight belt um, of the um, title fight. And if he wins that, then he wants Edwards or whoever the welterweight champion is at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, UFC would probably be like, yes, let's bank all that money. That sounds great. <laughs> uh, but I, I don't follow that. Whereas I think Masvidal is ranked 11. He does have unfinished business with Edwards from the three-piece and a soda. Edwards doesn't really want to mm. do the Colby fight, but I think uh, Dana's going to push that on him. Um, but I th- if – Yeah, it has, it has to be the fight to make. Yeah, well uh, – Mas- From a rankings point Mas- of view. Masvidal needs a good big win over Burns to get back into that conversation to even be considered for a, a title fight. It's my I reckon opinion. he's even another fight after that away as well. Yeah, well, like, I think he'd go to five and then you'd probably want him to take on one of those guys that's sitting there. Maybe even yep. Usman. Um, you run that back. Uh, mm. Uh, then again, that'll be a trilogy and he's lost the last two. Um, yeah. So it's – yeah, it's, it's hard bit of road there. Like you say, he's probably – he needs a really big statement win to kind of push him there or uh, that and another fight. Um, whereas mm. Burns, having lost to Usman and then having only just really lose to Hamzat, I, uh, a lot of people could probably argue that maybe he won that fight too. Um, yeah. And then if he gets a good win over Masvidal, he's probably right there, ready for another another go at um, with a, again fun matchup potentially there for Edwards because uh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to see that fight. That looks um, uh, interesting. So lots to prove from both of them to then get back into that conversation for Definitely. for whoever is the uh, the welterweight champion. I guess past Edwards and Covington. Um, I think Muhammad's yeah. the only one out of that list that's probably. Uh, gets forgotten about um, uh, as well because I think uh, – how do you say the dude in sixth's name? Because he was – Rakamov. Rakamov. Rakamonov. Rakamonov. He's the one that I think they may be targeting for Muhammad or targeting for someone else in that top five. Um, so mm. that, there's that to come as well as part of this – uh, welterweight storyline we've got at the moment. Yeah, uh, there's no real clear cut. Like, even though obviously the, it, it's ranked, there's no clear cut sort of next contender. Yeah. I well, guess. Like, Dana, Dana won't, they've said it's Covington. They've said that yeah. that's going to be it. 
Uh, he is ranked two and uh, the Usman's ahead of him. Yes, he hasn't really done anything in the last 12 months and won mm. anything recently, but he's still ranked there. So, um, And as I mentioned yeah. before, uh, it looks like they're angling Hamzat to do probably more middleweight fights and he's maybe going to get Costa up next. So that probably rules him out. Um, so, yeah, like we were saying, yeah. Yeah, a good, like really spectacular showing in here. You know, like a five-second flying knee will we'll get you into the conversation <laughs> for a title fight very quickly. That's it. Have we kind of kind of been a little bit spoilt with the welterweight division, like with Usman's dominance over the last couple couple years? Where like same conversation. You do though. see it's, it's you see these, these yeah, yeah yeah you see these like from three down. You kind of like man, <laughs> yeah. Like great to see these fights. Great to see. Well, like, that's kind of sort out the order, but it's nothing necessarily yeah like and really uh, wanting to watch though i'll say a lot of those guys are coming into that division but they're they're working their way through it so well, yeah hamzat's coming up bala yeah. muhammad's coming up yeah gilbert, like, gilbert burns if he gets a win here he'll be okay but yeah. it does kind of drop off a little bit yes mm. um it's it's do you, pro- see, do you see wonder boy being a, a champ yeah from know, like having another title fight again pro- yeah. probably yeah, not like, yeah, I'd, do you see Sean Brady being a champ? Like, no, it's it's a good division, but it's, I think uh, the lightweight's probably the most stacked at the moment with, mm. uh, with mm-hmm. talent all the yep. way down. So, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it, it's good. Uh, same same conversation. You got Edwards there. There's now a lot of kind of new fun matchups you could potentially do, um, mm. but it looks like Colby's the, the first one of that, and then we'll have to take see what happens from there. Have you guys Burns, spoken about the odds yet? No, Burns heavy favorite. Dollar twenty to four seventy five. Yeah, it'd be an interesting fight because I think it'll f- it'll fight more into Masvidal style, which mm. it'll be uh, a banger, like it'll be a war. Um, Burns for whatever mm. reason. Uh, uh, I will say this caveat: his wife told him not to do that anymore, and that's why he got the quick submission against Neil Magny. <laughs> so he has has the ground game to dominate, and if he really wants to do that, he could do that against Masvidal. Um, but there's also the conversation, you know, maybe he doesn't and he wants to go out there and have a similar fight to what he had with Hamzat where she was, you know, just throwing haymakers and they were just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> he is a third-degree black belt in BJJ. So. Yeah, which is interesting because yeah. up to the point where he fought Usman was on the back of his striking work is how mm, he got there. Yeah. <laughs> but he is, yeah, he is a dominant dude on the ground. It's, it's an interesting... Interesting take. Yeah. Run uh, briefly through the rest of this card mm-hmm. uh, after yeah. talking about the two bigger ones. Uh, Bantamweight, Rob Font takes on Adrian Yanez. Rob Font coming off two losses uh, mm-hmm. to uh, Marlon Chitavera and Jose Aldo. Uh, do, do we know much about this Yanez bloke? No, I can't say I've heard much. Is he coming? No, it's in Bantamweight, so... Uh, I, I can tell you what I can see on his wiki. He's a 29-year-old uh, American, I think, of Mexican What's descent. His He's and geez, pretty he, recent. Yeah, 16 game. and three MMA record. He hasn't lost uh, for f- four or five years. But uh, the names value there, blokes that he's beaten: Tony yeah, Kelly, David Grant, Randy Costa, Gustavo Lopez. Feels like a bit of a big step up for him. Mm. Um, I think. Font would get the job done based on history. What did the your odds say there? Uh, they must. He must be pretty highly touted because he actually comes ah. into this as favourite at a dollar fifty five, and Rob Font at two forty six. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So maybe one to keep an eye on. Uh, it's always fun, isn't it, in the UFC? Like because 
people can rise pretty rapidly as well. And mm. just because we haven't heard of, heard of them and we're reasonable fans of the sport mm. doesn't mean that they're they're not yeah, uh, handy fighters. What, the, yeah, what's he ranked? I think there's what's well, there's uh, twelve. I think there twelve. Yeah, I think there's like four hundred plus fighters on the UFC's list. Mm. So. Pretty hard to be across <laughs> all, of them. all of them. Yes, Adrian Yanez. That'll be an interesting one there. Big step up challenge for him. Rest of the main card, Kevin Holland takes on Santiago Ponzinibbio. Again, Fun uh, fight. we're talking about time going coming around quick. I swear we're just talking about old is uh, Ponzinibbio uh, not, that, is. not that long ago. He he also yeah, fought at 282 and he won against uh, Alex Moreno. So, again, that's that's four months that it just comes around pretty quick. Yep. Mm. Yeah, I think Kevin may be a little bit of a step up for him. Um and the odds reflect Kevin Holland about a buck thirty. Yeah. I'm uh, just looking at Holland's recent fights here. He's coming off two losses as well: one to Wonderboy yep. and uh, one where Hamzat um, just ran through. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty easily. So uh, you know, two two uh, losses on the trot. You don't want to make that a hat trick, and then mm-hmm. having to be you know justifying to Dana why you yeah. need to be there. It, so. it's, it's definitely the fun fight on the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the, their their styles, and this will make this an interesting one. Bottom of the main card is Rahul Rosas uh, versus Christian Rodriguez, uh, also in bantamweight, and uh, mm. also don't know much about either of these blokes. Mm. Yeah, so a few interesting names on the the premier card there with uh, Gaslam, who's mm. now ranked fifteenth. Mm. Uh, I think he's been a bit quiet of late, um, and maybe that's why his ranking has fallen off. Yeah, um, and the, and then the Korean hottie in Michelle Waterson as well. Um, Still ranked tenth. Um, it'd be really good to see her make a push uh, into the, the higher end of the strawweight. But she always seems to hit a brick wall. Uh, she wins a couple and then runs into someone that just towers her up and she goes back down again. She Korean, is she? I believe that was her her nickname is the Korean hottie, the karate hottie. Isn't it karate? karate. I thought it was karate. What did I say? Green karate? No. That's no, no, like you got Korean on your mind. I don't know. Yes, yeah. Wonder why that is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's karate. Uh, karate yes, the karate hottie. But she she could yeah. be half Korean. No, she's not. But um, yeah. Thai. Thai. She, yeah, there you go. Fuck that up. <laughs> I, I definitely was thinking karate, and I said Korean. <laughs> Fuck me. There's so uh, many jokes that could be uh, made there, but we might let them go through to the yes. keeper. Uh, At least the wife would be happy. I'm thinking about. Yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> thinking of Koreans <laughs> or half Koreans. Yep. Uh. Anything else to talk about there? Not really. Not really. Um, Chris Barnett. Yeah. There's a heavy by fight. Chris Barnett's a bit of a name there. So, yeah, not, not a lot left on that uh, primary card. The, it's right. it's probably top heavy with the top two um, yeah. for, for a card. And I think That's it's actually it. – does it get a bit quiet after that for pay-per-views? Jimmy, Ooh. you chase that. You'll see 288. When's that? It's normally monthly, isn't it? Well, they try to do maybe two. It depends. Uh, maybe two a month at the most for pay-per-views. 288 is the 6th of May. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be a month later. Who was, who's on that one? Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, Sterling and um, Henry. Yeah, Cejudo. Cejudo returns. Yeah. That would be a big one. Um, who else have we got on the card? So currently Oliveira, Oliveira. Yep. Yeah, that's a, that's a massive fight in the lightweight mm. division. Jessica Andrade is coming back mm. in. Middle of that card's a little bit lackluster, but top end is is pretty crazy. Yeah. Anyways, we've got uh, two eight seven to to watch and and uh, debrief about next pod. Yep. Yep. That's it. You still got that uh, F one sound oh, thing? Yep. 
Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> Might be one of our best sound bites. Boys! Yep. I watched a little bit of an F1 race. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect viewing time for you. Well done. Yeah, the, yeah it wasn't in the middle of the night. About as good as it gets this year. It wasn't in the middle of the night. It was also about three laps to go and Verstappen <laughs> had it fucking wrapped up. But uh, well, run yeah, me through. The last three laps took about two hours. Was, yeah, <laughs> run me through what was your expert takes on the Australian Grand Prix. Yeah, well, a lot happened. I think we had three safety cars and two red flags in total. Mm. Um, losing Leclerc early. Albon after about 15 laps, um, crashing the car. Uh, then we had, um, you know, probably a good stable period throughout the race. Uh, Verstappen just showing how quick he is. He's, uh, I think he had 10-second mm. lead at one point over Hamilton. Uh, yep. Russell had a car fire. His car basically uh, engine failed. Yep. A bit of a flame ball out of the back of him. He was leading the race at one point as well. Yeah. Um, well, but- he let it um- – out of the start, so yes, yes. Uh, Verstappen had a pretty bad start. Um, had to come, ac- I think he had to come across to defend Hamilton, and then mm. um, yeah, Russell was able to sort of beat him around the first the, corner, the inside line. Um, so, so, but it kind of yeah, past that point, there's probably a good thirty laps where it was just um, Verstappen, Hamilton, and Alonso that are sitting in that pack, um, the middle pack, kind of going up and down. Perez working his way through fifteenth, ended up finishing fifth. Uh, and um, science as well, uh, working his way as well. Uh, finished fourth, but then mm. uh, got a five-second penalty. So what what kicked off? Oh, Magnuson. Magnuson. Uh, yeah, hit the wall on. Yeah, tag tagged the wall in his suspension, kind of gave up, and then he lost yep. his wheel. Like it. Um, uh, what do you call it when a tire? It doesn't. De- it's not a decleat. It's a de. Um, well, no the. It- the the rim like completely snapped. Yeah, like and the, and the rubber completely came away from yep. the, the the whole tire. Um, yeah, yeah. Delaminated maybe was the word I was after. But either way, that that caused a red flag. So they went into red flag, and then they came out of that on lap. What was it? Fifty six. Uh, with another another starting position. The Magnuson happened first, and they came out of that, and they went yep. back to. Um, starting from the grid position, which was the third star from a grid position in this race. <laughs> yep. And then they lost six cars essentially um, on the first few corners on that restart. You had Science running yep. into Alonso spinning round. You lost both Alpines. Lance Stroll, I think, um, then got caught, caught up with Alonso through his spin, um, lost a bunch of places. Science moved up. Um, it was good for McLarens. It was good for Oscar and the Haas yeah. and, and Hockenberg. They all moved up in this. Um, but same thing that happened in Silverstone. They didn't get a whole sector, so they reset the race yep. back to the previous lap. So Alonso went from last uh, back into his third spot. Yep. They gave Science a five-second grid penalty, which effectively meant he finished. He finished okay? last. Last, yeah. Yep. Of all, the, all those that finished the race, he finished yeah. last. Because they had to finish not behind the safety car, but they finished the last lap by starting the race again and taking the checker flag essentially. It was all all um, much to do about nothing and I did that on purpose. Yeah. I was going to pull you up on it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shakespeare's rolling in his grave. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know, a bit of a farce. They had to get the full 58 laps in. They completed it. It's a technicality. Yeah, technicality. Um, um, all the cars kind of. 
you know, couldn't overtake in that last bit there. Hamilton did get pretty close to the side there of uh, Max to, uh, <laughs> but, but he was all safe. Max wins. Yep. Hamilton was second. Alonso third with for his uh, third podium in a row. Um, yep. Sonoda was 11th and he had three 11ths in a row and has the record now for the most consecutive 11th. Oh, uh, no, he came 10th. Oh, that's he right. He got 10th. banked. They were talking about yeah, it, sorry. but it didn't happen. So. It didn't happen because Sainz, yep. so yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but the, I guess the big one for us was Oscar finished mm. in his points. First point scoring for him and first, yep. um, yeah, well, first points in his career and then also first points for him in Australia. Great place to do it. McLaren mm. struggling uh, for pace all over the place. They, they really struggled for race pace uh, in this. Yeah. Um, I think he followed uh, Sonoda for like 20 laps in this one. Um, yeah, you know, right. Right on, it, right yep. on his gearbox but really could make uh, no ends at all. Yeah. Um, so he's definitely a talent. They, they're they looking forward to him. Uh, just the, the orange tractor as they're referring to it at the moment is <laughs> no good. So, no. But well, otherwise it was a really good race. I watched some of the F, um, F2, the Formula 2 leading into it. A lot of crashes yep. in that. Um, some of the supercars, fireballs as mm. well. Um, yeah, it seemed Albert Park claimed a lot of victims. Mm. Uh, put, put a wheel yeah. wheel wide and you ended up in the wall. So uh, it, it was yep. a pretty good weekend of racing. Where does Albert Park rank in terms of scenic uh, tracks in, in oh, your opinion? A lot of F1 looks, tracks are very scenic. Yeah, but I, I was just yeah. thinking as a bit of a casual, I was like, yeah. this looks pretty fucking it nice. Is, Obviously, it it's not yes. Monaco, no. but uh, – in, in your opinion? Oh, I, top five? I, I think I – It would have to be up there. I, it'd be up there. Mm. Uh, maybe a bit of bias there to put it in the top five yeah. considering some of the other locations. Best country in the world, etc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's probably a little bit disappointing that it's no longer the first race in the year. Usually yeah. it's the start of the season. Mm-hmm. You do Australia and then you go across and then you don't have to um, jump back and forth. But Travel they do, as much. Yeah, they do the couple in the Middle East and then they come down here. Um, so I think it's an excellent racetrack. It provides – Great entertainment. I felt this was one of the more entertaining races over the last two. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still chasing the Red Bulls. I think Mercedes showed that they, they're coming. Yep. Um, they're definitely improved. Um, the Ferrari's struggling and um, mm. the, the Aston Martins are, um, you know, pretty close as well. Um, and I th- you know, the standings kind of reflect what I just said. You know, Red Bull well in front. Yeah, um, almost double the points of uh, Aston Martin have, and then Mercedes are only nine behind them, and then it's thirty odd did back to Ferrari. Um, yeah, that's it. So McLaren yeah. a really first good point scoring for them in this one to to jump them off the bottom. Mm. Uh, yeah, bottom of the ladder as the only well, team yeah, that hadn't scored points. Uh, with Alpine also not finishing, it was mm. very good for for McLaren to sort of leapfrog, double no finish, get some points there. Um, and then, yeah, going through to the rest of the season, I think it's really going to come down to reliability. A lot of mm-hmm. a lot of drivers had to take a lot of new parts for their engines. Um, and, and as soon as you start hitting your limits, then yeah, you start taking time. Penalties. Oh, sorry, yeah, um, position penalties and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like Ferrari's already had problems. McLaren's, I think – oh, sorry, Mercedes had a few problems. Mm-hmm. See how long Red Bull can sort of keep their cars in working order and – I suppose keep building that lead, but yeah, and yeah. maintaining that that lead of pace as well because they are, they're very quick um, in the DRS zones. Mm. Uh, but th- yeah, we're only three races in. There's still another twenty, I think, to go, um, and uh, there will be a lot of 
you know, distance closing, I'd say. But I think Mercedes are in a better spot this year than they were last year chasing the Red Bulls. Yep. Um, and I think Ferrari's got a lot of ground to make up to even get into that conversation. And, you know, the, the Aston Martins have been the surprise packet. And where are they off to next, Peppy? What, what was the Azerbaijan, Baku. Mm. Kind of back, in, back to where they were uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's kind of strange uh, scheduling wise. I suppose well they've got to come all the way down here, so maybe that's why. Yeah, but but they even do one going back that. But way. even still, they they hop back and forth for the American races. They mm. don't do like an American yeah. tour where mm. they do all of them races. Mm. They spread they spread them over the season, which yeah, you know, I guess that helps with the viewership. You don't want to have you know all the American races in Mexico. You do it all mm. in Canada. You do all that at once, and then those guys don't tune in for all the Europe ones. So you kind of try to sprinkle them in. Yeah, F ones are in ground. It's they obviously know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think they've well, worked it out. They have had some scheduling issues over the last couple of years where like – Yeah, the drivers they, definitely got, complain about it because it's a lot of trouble yeah. for them. I mean, they've they've got this massive push towards sustainability and all that sort of stuff, being a motorsport, try and reduce emissions well, and all well, that, but the scheduling just hasn't reflected yeah, and that sort of Yeah, Formula 2 and Formula 3 yes. was their first time in Australia as well. They usually uh, don't come out and follow yeah. them. So that's why you have – Usually the supercars are what's there to fill it in mm, in that yep. gap, but they had supercars, the Porsches, Porsche Cup, and both Formula Two and Formula Three going around. So there was a lot of racing this week at Albert Park, mm. um, and I think the most attendance. I think they had almost four hundred fifty thousand people through. That is wild, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> when you think about an yeah. amount of people that go yeah. through the gates. Consider, you know, I was down there yesterday, and uh, the rest of Melbourne, there were not a lot of people around doing anything else. So there's, there's, yeah, there's, up, yeah, yeah, they're either at an AFL game or they're down there, down around the <laughs> park. Uh, briefly, the Masters is next week uh, for the golf. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first mm-hmm. major for the year. Uh, Scotty Scheffler is the uh, defending champ. He starts at eight bucks uh, with Rory McIlroy, uh, also at eight dollars, uh, trying to win one after oh, many years in the wilderness for Rory. Uh, John Rahm. Uh, it's sort of uh, those three being the big three in golf at the moment at nines uh, before blowing out a little bit. Uh, Cam Smith and the other uh, past. Live winners are able to play it, so uh, we'll keep an eye on uh, how our boy Cam goes. And uh, yeah, it's probably probably my favourite golf tournament. I think the British is up there too, um, but that's over and it's over Easter's, which is mad for viewing a major. Yeah. Uh, oftentimes, the Monday is at a well, the Sunday is is a, a Monday morning, morning for us, and it's shit viewing time. So, yeah. uh, public holiday uh, Masters, how. Good, and uh, we didn't talk any soccer uh, for in its own segment, uh, obviously coming off the back of an international round, uh, but just briefly, uh, City uh, torched mm. Liverpool um, overnight. And what, is there seven seven or eight games going, re- remaining, sorry? Uh, have they, what do they play, 36? They play 38. 38, okay. Yeah. So Math lad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had 36 in my head. Um, so 38. So it's uh, 10 games to go slash two, nine for some teams. You probably yep. what? Real men United out, they're not going to get it's close. Two it's, yeah, it's, 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 or, it's two horse It's two City or Arsenal and on the bottom side. Relegation zone. There's a fuckload of teams yeah, that can yeah. get relegated. It's all actually kind of more interesting than the top the way, end of it. probably to. So Wolves? Like 
Well, well even, even Crystal Palace, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah. I think Chelsea's. You draw the line. They're safe. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're Jeez, it'd be nice if Chelsea got. <laughs> fucking <laughs> tell you that much. Yeah. But, uh, but that, that's position eleven. But yeah, Crystal Palace potentially. But then the Wolves, Nottingham, uh, Bournemouth, Leeds, Everton, Leicester City, West Ham, and Southampton all in a shout um, to potentially finish on the bottom. <laughs> of, well, in the bottom three. So yeah, two hours race at the top. Everyone in the middle. Uh, anyone could play it's probably pretty Ch- the, the champions league is interesting so top three is obviously safe and yeah. then Tottenham's it's like spurs newcastle probably paint like you'd think brighton are probably just a touch yeah. off yeah, yeah. I, I feel like the brighton are probably too far away so that ain't again that'd be a fun world if brighton or brentford played champions yeah. league yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, liverpool miss out there it ain't yeah so uh, still that. a lot still a lot to play for of course but like you said, the the bottom of the table is the interesting bit. It is interesting and a, and a highly, highly disappointing year for both Chelsea and Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Very much so. Considering the money that, say, Chelsea played. So. Yeah, the, et cetera, et cetera. Half a billion dollars. Mm. <laughs> Pound. All right. Thanks uh, to anyone that's joined us for Thank this you. evening's episode. Uh, quite late here on a Sunday Evening, I think we're having next week off. Is that confirmed? Easter, I'm down the coast. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see. If, if not, we'll work something out. Otherwise, yeah, we'll see you in two weeks. There's not a lot. I'm just checking some sport. If What's happening else. in the MLB? No. Any show, hey, Atani updates? I think um, I did see something during the week from him. Uh, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't, actually, I don't think it was him. I think it was one of his outfielders. Uh, what soundbite would you have for the MLB for baseball? Uh, oh, you, you something, have, something to do with like strike. Like, no, nah, like they've got the best. Oh, they yeah, actually the, 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 yeah, 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 like something like that. True. Uh, no, the outfielder took a no look um, catch. Like he, the ball was coming over this side, so he just he goes like this out the out the back with the glove over his shoulder, not looking at it. Just get, pick, picks it out of the air, and everyone's just like, "Oh wow, that was really good." That's what I saw during the week from the baseball. Man catches ball. Man catches ball while I'm not looking at it. With glove on his hand because he can't catch without glove because his hands hurt. Well, the wicket keepers say hello. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing much. Shane Van Gisberg is good at supercars. We knew that already. Nothing else is jumping out of me. Give us more sport. Judo, table tennis, Uh, netball. You know something that's not going to be a segment on this show? Sean scrolling through his Twitter and <laughs> trying to talk about. Yeah, well, we're yeah. wrapping up. You boys are meant to be covering while I'm trying to find something interesting. Any, any breaking news out there? Yeah, exactly. But you're just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. Why don't you give each other a Dutch rudder real quick? Find some more sports news. Jesus. For the second time this show. <laughs> yeah. no, it's all quiet, all quiet on, the, on, the, on, the, on the sports on that note, thanks to anyone that's listened to this dribble. Uh, we might catch you in a fortnight. Yeah. Have a happy Easter. Don't eat too yes. much chocolate. Yes. <laughs> Bye. Bye.